Talking Sauce, episode nine nine. Dude, the nines, bro. Mrs. Bueller, your son's been absent nine times. <laughs> I don't remember him being absent nine times. <laughs> what do you think of that? Episode 99, boys. We made it. We made it, dude. We're almost, I mean, huge milestone. Huge milestone. Great milestone. Right before a bigger milestone of triple digits, 100 on the way next. Should do something big for it. We Have should. Have nothing planned for it. Absolutely nothing. We don't know what we're going to replace the player shout out bit with. Nope. All of it to come to a podcast near you. Yeah, check it out next week. See what happens. But See ya. <laughs> this has been episode We're not 99. Put it out. <laughs> this has been talking sauce. This has been talking sauce, boys. How are we doing on this gloomy, doomy Sunday afternoon? Dude, I mean, all in all, not terrible. You know, saying could, be worse. Could, could be, be worse. could be worse. Could be worse. Could be worse. I mean, I straight up woke up on the wrong side of the bed this morning. But, like, it's all good. Yeah, I mean, no, I, I feel you, though. I woke up real angry this morning, like, early. Early and pissed off. Yeah. I don't know what it was. Let me tell you, so, man. I went to last night. I was mad. <laughs> I was just mad and angry at nothing. Dude, I literally, like, a I lot of external like, factors, but I was I was pissed yesterday. Dude, I woke up. I, like, took a shower and shit. Just, I was just like, dude, I just got to, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Lexi was over. I was like, I don't, I don't even want to bring this energy. Like, <laughs> like I, we both just woke up. Like, Facts. <laughs> Straight up, uh, I hadn't gamed in a few days, and Chad, Chad was hitting me up to play some Tarkov, and I didn't want to. because I knew it would piss you off? Well, just not that it would piss me off, but I would think I was going to piss everyone else off because oh, you just played like, with a couple of buddies. I'm not even going to bring y'all down. Yeah. Y'all, <laughs> y'all do you without me today. It'd be like that sometimes. I'm not going to help nothing. No, bro. I woke, y'all know it's, Y'all saw what time I woke up, and I woke up. Uh, and I saw, I fell asleep on the like couch. Like an hour ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I fell asleep on the couch, and then I woke up and saw my girlfriend had texted me from the bedroom, and she was like, do you want to get IHOP? And, like, that's the first thing I see when I wake up. I was just like, no. <laughs> and, like, didn't address it. It's a weird thing to be upset about. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, like, that's, that's how wrong side of the yeah, bed uh, was. I thought you were saying, that, like, we like, would relate, like, fucking IHOP guys. Like, it what? was just, I was just like, <laughs> like nice I was like, thing. no. Like, <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> it was just one of those. Like, not today. Not today. Damn. But we're back. We took a, we took some time off too, just to get some shit together, you know doing saying. some personal shit. But we back. You know what I'm saying? Back and better with than a vengeance. Ever. Better I, than ever. Better than always. But yeah. <laughs> except for how pissed off we all were this morning. <laughs> except, except for that, everything's cool, dude. Have y'all seen that show? Uh, we are the champions on Netflix. No. So it's like it's like a short series. I think it's narrated by uh, uh, Rain Wilson. Is that Dwight from yeah. The Office? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's narrated by him. But they like they go out and find these just like oddball competitions like around like the world, I guess, and do like a story on it. And like it's kind of tongue in cheek, but like I don't know, they do a really good job of not making fun like not making fun of the people that are doing this, right, right, and right, telling a really cool story about them, but then also pointing out just like, like culturally how yeah, just how ridiculous it is. Like there's one, uh, it's like a frog jumping contest, and you you see how far you can get frogs to jump like straight from a starting point and like people are in like Serious. there's a couple families that like they go out like ritually they have literally they have boxes full of frogs they sh- cut off like the street like it's a neighborhood because like cars are driving by honking like get all your shit out of the street like testing all the frog it's it's a crazy process Damn. but like 100 percent would recommend it's like real good easy watching like kind of documentary style it's real it's real fucking cool and where's it on netflix, netflix. netflix. it's netflix yeah I don't watch a lot of Netflix these days. But yeah, no, good shit. Um, 
some just some recent shit going on. You know what I'm saying? UFC fights. McGregor lost. He lost, lost which knocked out in second round to Dustin Poirier. Honestly, like great. We all know McGregor is a top UFC fighter, like in you know in UFC history type yeah. shit. I'm not surprised. No, no. In my like, I was even like talking to my friends like, going up to it. Like, I thought Poirier was gonna win. But I really wanted McGregor to win just on some, like, because he's on that kind of, like, you know. He's the villain shit. He's the villain. He's kind of, in some ways, become bigger than the UFC. And I like, a lot like, of ways. I like watching that power struggle between him and Dana where he's like, fuck you. Like, y'all, like. I I'm going to keep getting in legal trouble. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to, like, I kind of get But I'm pay. white, so you'll keep me around. <laughs> I'm Irish, dude. Like, yeah. you don't want to mess with the IRA. Or <laughs> maybe he wants to mess with it, you know. But just seeing that, like. Fuck you! Like I'm getting, I get to choose what I get to do. Even with this Poirier fight, him and Dustin weren't didn't get the contract they wanted for the UFC, and then they went separately and were gonna do a charity fight. And they already talked to like Jerry Jones and shit with, about doing it at Dallas Stadium, oh, shit. having fans like this whole big thing. They did all that, and then Dana and the UFC were like, "Well, hold on, like let's let's come back to the table real quick, get this figured out." I think for me, like with the UFC and and having been. A, like a, a former big fan of it like there was never a lot of like uh what's the word drama and like and like storylines as far as who is fighting who is just this person had to fight this person and if they won yeah. they were they were on top and then this next person would come they would probably yeah. lose to that person on top and it was just you know the belts exchanged fucking people and then ronda rousey came along and definitely for me at least that was like the first bigger than yeah. life personality well chael sonnen Back in the day. Yeah, Sonnen no, Chelsea for shit. sure. And before oh, oh. that, Tito. Remember when Tito and Dana? Not, not even just from the smack talk, just like from this like they're untouchable. Level. Uh, that's what you okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, and but she, she definitely like first to transcend. That's what I'm saying. What saying. Yeah, yeah, like okay, the, yeah, this yeah, person, yeah. like a Tom Brady yeah, of yeah, the yeah, UFC, yeah, yeah. this person who will just never be defeated. Like, look at Brady right now. He yeah. started off, you know, just to segue a bit. Tampa started off shit. They're going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like the guy can't fucking lose. Ronda Rousey had that mystique. Holly Holm wolfed your fucking ass. Yeah. Basically, yeah. never the, heard from again as far the as UFC goes. with, you know, the fighting sport, too. Tom, you always, as football being a team sport, just that true. thing. True, 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 true. But, yeah, no. Well, that's, yeah. But that's my point. Yeah, yeah. Connor had that same thing going. and with Even this, bigger, probably. Right. And with this loss, kind of puts him back down there a little Definitely. bit. That's just how it Definitely. looks to me. Those and I'm wondering, you know, and he says he wants to fight again, uh, which would be awesome. It seemed like all the story leading up to this was this was the most dedicated uh, that even the coaches, because his coach had told him he wasn't going to coach him anymore. Uh, He's fucking this, up. Before this UFC fight, he was literally just like, I like love him too much to like, like he he has a shit ton of money. He doesn't need to do this. I don't think he really wants to do it. I don't want to coach him. And then like, I guess Connor kind of showed him he was into it. So I'm wondering if maybe he was seeing his legacy, like you're saying, kind of slip and him going like, well, hold on. Like, I like. In my I still opinion, want to be the like the best. Type he's shit. he's fighting, you know, and to segue a bit, he's fighting the Pauls now. Like in terms of that's where his uh, that's where his rep is. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, like, I mean, and to be honest, if he was smart, if he was smart, because it's a bag, but it's like a bag, and it's but also like from like the Floyd pr- jumping in it type thing, like that's the greatest boxer of yeah, all time, legitimizing the uh, all of it, and you know and, and you know just again like it's a bag, it's a it's a it's a hustle. It kind of, to me, like really delegitimizes like their legacy. Oh, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So it's especially it's not a, a good like, look at the end of the day. Especially a guy like Connor versus Floyd, because like even with like the Floyd shit, everyone's kind of like, dude, like you don't need to do this. But 
He's also fifty and zero in boxing. So like What's his left? legacy, yeah, like his legacy is so cemented. And he did go against a shit ton of like top tier talent that ever. Like it's hard, but with Connor, he obviously had a historic run in the UFC. First like double champ, I'm pretty sure, and all that. Mm. So it's like that. Like it's big shit. But you lost to Floyd. Like came back. Lost to Dustin, had all this legal trouble. Like it's it's not your Khabib's son. Yeah, he's Khabib bitched you. Like yeah. it's 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 rough. It's it's not as cemented. But, but you know, he said his I'd like to see him not fight. Over. Yeah. I'd like to see him fight Poirier again. Sure, they're one and one now, both with knockouts. Yeah, um, I think that'd be interesting because in the first round he looked like Connor won the first round. Kind of looked like he had Dustin on the ropes a couple times, type of thing. And then in the second, I mean, he just fucking. Got knocked the fuck out. The memes just completely oh, overtook him, the Bernie memes, <laughs> which got old fast. Dude, the Bernie meme got sitting, so old. But it was Con like he, yeah, yeah. Did, like on Connor laying. Well, the, I saw one where it was it was Bernie sitting in the hospital room with Connor <laughs> laying in the bed, dude. <laughs> so he's like just dude, with him, dude. That shit's hilarious. Uh, but on the back of UFC fighters and the Paul brothers, yep, Jake Paul, Ben Askren, yep, are supposedly gonna have a boxing match, which has already been postponed. Was it already postponed? Yeah, it was I, supposed to be in April, and I think it's already been postponed. Well, for just, I'm sure for all kinds of for conflicts. Ben Askren's sake, let, uh, I let's spend that time training. Like he, he's a wrestler, right? He's a dominant wrestler, right? Very good wrestler. Was a dominant MMA fighter when he was fighting over in I think it was one. Um, but he grappling. He's never like never has strike. Have anyone said like Ben Askren just watch striker. out for they his even hands? Had a, Michael Chandler, who fought on uh, the McGregor card, came out. He he's been teammates with uh, uh, Askren forever, and he was even like, "Listen, like, he's not like he's not a striker. He's a fighter. You know what I'm saying? Like, to, comparing him to like Nate Robinson, like he's st- he's taken punches before, so that's that'd right. be different. But he's not a striker. He's smaller than Jake Paul, I'm pretty sure. And he was brutal. Like the last time we saw him, well, that's not true. He had a couple fights after, but the last big time we saw him was getting it, brutally knocked out. It's just a thing where like you don't want to lose to these guys. You really don't. And we've talked about it. They can they fight. They own the internet. They can fight. They own the internet. They they are much better at marketing themselves. Market because even like after talking about McGregor, even after that, Jake Paul was saying got like, right in his shit. He was like, "Yeah, we'll give you ten grand now. Like we're taking the fifty mil off the table type shit." And it's kind of positioned himself to the where, disrespect. like, if Con- Connor's team kind of can't reach out now either, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah, by the way, about that, because then the Paul brothers take that shit, right? And they're like, look at him come, like, you lose to real fighters or whatever, and now you want to come, like... Come crawling come, back. Yeah, come crawling back to beg me for a fight type God of shit. Goddamn, this is... For the other, I mean, well, that's... At the end of the day, though, isn't that the tactic of any troll? For sure. You know 100%. what I mean? Like, the troll... The, the troll cannot lose. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you know what I'm saying? He could get his motherfucking ass beat. Yeah. And in his eyes, his or her eyes, the troll wins. Yeah. Yeah. Like with Logan Paul versus Floyd. If Logan goes fucking however many rounds they're going to do, if Logan goes the whole time, that's a win. Like if, if like, and I don't think Floyd's going to be able to knock him out. Like it's, they're both just going to collect their bag, get the fuck out of there. Like, but it doesn't make you look any better. No, 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 no. But it'd be real embarrassing if Askren gets knocked out by Jake Paul. It's super embarrassing. Super, super embarrassing. Super embarrassing. It's, yeah, it's a, it's a win-win for the Pauls no matter who they fight. And yeah. It's what a weird time we're in yeah. for entertainment. Um, speaking of entertainment, rest in peace, a legend. Mm-hmm. We t- it's funny, though. You know, Rest in peace, Larry King. Larry King passed away. He was old as dirt. Uh, yep. But he was. Fucking, uh, a ho- at the end of the day, a horrible interviewer. 
<laughs> he was. Like, he, I was wondering if you were going to bring I'm that gonna up. I'm going to bring that up. He was a, he was a horrible interviewer. I mean, again, oh, it, a legacy in entertainment television, you know, had great guests gone. He, I don't, again, like, is there ever some sort of, like, famous interview of Larry King's that has, like, just, all these great questions? He just, maybe just him kind of being confused. I think it's about He just asked a lot of, like, especially later in his career, he just asked a lot of, like, not tone deaf, but very, like, types of questions. Unrelatable questions. Yeah, that, that, People either like have like interviewing people below him on like the famous level and like the how much money they make. So they're like celebrities who can't even relate to this dude. He's so fucking <laughs> up there uh, in the upper echelon of celeb. He's just out of touch. He's yeah. just he was always out of touch. Dude, his interview with Tom Segura was fucking hilarious. I don't even like I can't remember exactly what happened, but just I wonder like, who more confused, Tom or, or Larry the whole time. <laughs> yeah, both of them. I know Eric Andre had an interview on there too. Oh and my he, god! Wow. And just Larry, you know, Larry King. Now, like, did Larry know that he was being interviewed by Eric Andre during that? Because like that was I, probably the fucking case. Like, yeah, no, absolutely. I think he got like real upset. He was like, "I'm <laughs> like I'm running this interview type shit." And I, and Eric Andre was like, "I'm Eric Andre." No, I'm and running like, this yeah. interview. <laughs> That's true. I, I'm pretty sure Eric Andre is like the only person to defeat Nardwar. Yeah. At his own game. Yeah. For real. Yeah, what do you say? Like he used to get interviewed by Nardwar. He's like, shut up and take off those glasses and kiss me or some <laughs> shit. Like <laughs> he kept asking Nardwar questions. Like <laughs> he's so good, dude. What oh, a genius. For um, rest in peace, man. Uh, rest entertainment in peace. legend. Definitely. Rest in peace, Sophie. Yes. The uh, electronic uh, hip hop producer, songwriter, yeah, just artist. I think she made a lot of her own. A lot of her own albums are really fucking good too. Yeah, so. uh, known for for bringing us a lot of well known tracks. Definitely co-writing, yeah, definitely. producing, and all that stuff. Rest pushing, in peace. Pushing pop forward, kind of as a as a whole, bringing a whole new like sound to it. I think. Honestly. Yeah. Definitely. For sure. Or a unique perspective to it. And you know, someone too, also in the uh, in the trans community. Yes. That people could look to for for entertainment is uh, uh, uplifting and, and inspirational. Definitely. For sure, and it's a tragedy, tragedy. Uh, some celebs got got. Really. Rest in peace. 2021 was like, y'all thought it was going to get better. It's coming fast. <laughs> it's still, it's, it's the last day in January and so For much real. shit has happened. <laughs> Yo, okay. So this is, this is like kind of a side note thing, but something that happened the other day and I should have really known better to be honest in hindsight. But I found myself, uh, I found myself beefing on the internet a little bit with some fucking MGK stands, guys. Yeah, yeah I, I, I was, I was privy to uh, <laughs> some of it, dude. They were not happy with you. They were not happy with me. I mean, the the fucking blonde Don Barbs really came after my shit. And you know, the important thing to note is, like factually and like you know, in terms of like information, I didn't have all the facts. Yep. And I was wrong. At the exact same time, not one opinion that I gave was in the slightest way. Overly negative or remotely controversial. Yeah. <laughs> Especially considering the other things that people are saying in this thread. Now, I didn't see what other kind of shit people got in besides myself because I was too busy fucking just blocking shots and throwing jabs back. Um, but yeah, no, fucking uh, uh, shouts out the the punk rock NBA. Awesome. Finn McKenty, awesome uh, creator. I even follow the guy on LinkedIn. He's a, mm-hmm. he's a marketing guru for sure. But he makes uh, great videos just talking about the the punk scene, the metal scene, and the music scene in general and kind of how it's evolved over the years and what contributor factors change this and that to the way just fans take in the stuff and perceive it. And he did this whole video where at the end of it, he basically was bigging up MGK for, you know, what I call his transition into into punk, uh, the punk genre, and and talking about like this, the kind of the dying image of rock stars and things like that. A lot of valid points were made. One mm-hmm. of the, it's one of the first things I addressed too when, when making my comment. Um, 
The one thing that rubbed me the wrong way with that whole thing, it's been it's kind of old news, but when he was talking about motherfuckers with comfy shoes on Warp Tour, yeah, and that they shouldn't have comfy shoes. Like it's punk rock, dude. It's it's whatever else anyone wants it to be, because you definitely don't get to decide. That's kind yeah. of my whole takeaway. And he seemed really upset. And in the video, dude was saying he was being sarcastic, which I think is just a fucking lie. Like he wasn't. He was <laughs> that dude was upset when he was making those comments. Um, Talk about MGK. MGK talk, yeah, yeah, in yeah. an interview, he was he was very irate about the shoes. <laughs> um, and to me, like that just came off as like the most sort of poser thing. Yeah, it that felt been. like it. It gave me the same feeling. Uh, and really, only me and Dylan will get this. But uh, our old guitarist dad, when he'd be like telling when he we'd be going on stage to do shows in like middle school, he's like, "Y'all need like mohawks. Like this is metal." And we were like. We're just going to be authentic. Yeah, we're just going to yeah. go up there with, like, our band shirts and shit. Like, it's going to be okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It'll be fine. He's like, no, someone needs a mohawk. We're like, no one needs a mohawk. Like, <laughs> and, and, or leather. And I think I think the thing that, the I'm point 80s. that's trying to be made is that, you know, by by being, by conforming to what he's saying, and be, and then you become unique, and the uniqueness and the quirkiness is a, is a dying thing amongst those rock celebrities, which I'll, I'll totally concede. And that mm. was never my argument. It wasn't. I still think the motherfucker is low key a poser in the punk scene. That was that was, that was my basically my yeah. statement, and it started off real you know solid discourse. People just disagreeing, yeah. you know, saying I don't really you know. And then even in those conversations, I was like, yeah, maybe like using words like poser and bullied is probably a bit much. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Probably not the fairest term. But I only got fucking 140 characters to get yeah. my point across. What the fuck do you want from me? You know what <laughs> I'm saying? Be a little dramatic. Let's, let's take this to Reddit or a Zoom call. Yeah. Maybe we can talk about <laughs> yeah. it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? However. There's a lot of other motherfuckers who did not like me using the word poser nah. and bullied, and then I got bullied. Yes. I got absolutely shit on. <laughs> By people who couldn't spell. Uh. By people who couldn't spell. Uh, you know, people who, are, who didn't even speak English typing into Google Translate just to talk shit back to me. They hated me so much. Yeah. Uh, the one guy, I, I was so confused. Like I was, I thought he was making a point about like MGK's gender. He kept he was trying to say genre. genre. Trying to say genre. You know, I was very confused. He came to Josh about like. How I was like, you, I didn't like, say he changed you, his gender. Yeah, dude. we were like, well, no one's talking about gender. We're just talking about music, dude. Oh, shit was funny as fuck. Didn't he end up saying some shit like English wasn't his first language or something? Yeah, no, or? straight up. I was like, well, he was calling me an idiot. He was like, you're the idiot talking about his gender. I'm like, actually, you're the idiot who can't spell genre. <laughs> he was like, well, I don't even speak English, so fuck you. And I was just <laughs> yeah. like, fair enough. Like, what am I going to say? Like, fair <laughs> enough, dude. This is like an argument that should never be happening. Exactly. <laughs> but the thing was, like, it was people who, like, were, if you went through their profiles, they had him as their picture. Well, had pin tweets like pin tweets, the best. sucking him off, and every single tweet was about him, for him, retweeted something. So there's just completely biased stance. I don't even fucking, I don't listen to Eminem like you don't that. Care I'm enough not to that even much have of the a, argument. Like, yeah, like <laughs> I'm far from an Eminem. I'm probably yeah. a fan, I guess, but I'm way far from a stand. Oh, yeah, way yeah. for like go through my timeline. You ain't gonna find shit about Eminem other than this thing. Yeah, <laughs> and that's like me and James when you send it to us. You're like, what do you think? We're all just like, I mean, like, like maybe a little bit, but also like, who gives a fuck about MGK? Kind of like, <laughs> like that was the biggest yeah, thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was. Come it was for just at talking sauce. Pod. I think. I think though, it, with the interesting <laughs> thing to note though, is that it doesn't matter what you're a fan of. Or what what uh, the brand or product is? There's gonna be people who support that thing that are toxic as fuck. Yeah. So maybe we should kind of like, as a whole, as a society, consider that when we judge brands and products, to like separate the trolls and the toxic pieces of shit from the actual thing itself. I'm not naming anything else specific past that because 
that's that'll get you got out here. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But not everyone fucking represents the pieces of shit that represent them. Yes. That's all you know, that's all I'm saying to that. I agree. Tony D'Angelo should not have been <laughs> I'm just kidding. We're gonna get into that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well it's mental it's mental health awareness month. Yeah, obviously. Um, nice. So you know, MGK's fans, you guys want to see me yeah. I'll fucking fight any of you in the streets. Like <laughs> you think I'm fucking scared of some MGK dude, fans, you got if me. You wanna fight up. Josh, dude? Hit us <laughs> you up. Got me fucked Talking up. sauce pod, no underscore, respect the underscore. At T E A B. You got bodied, son. <laughs> the first like the first line I mean, let's, let's talk about it. the first line of kill shot, the first line. Rihanna just hit me on a text. Last night I left hickeys on her neck. Anyone drops that at you and like it has like some legitimacy to it. You did like five songs with Rihanna. It, it kind of bodied his whole rap career. Just like that one <laughs> line alone, dude. It's just the level, the level of arrogance in that one fucking bar. <laughs> I'm trolling. Oh shit, I love it. Oh man, it, this song didn't have a chorus. You know what I'm saying? MGK's no. song had a chorus. You, see the, you lose off see that. Did y'all see the video of MGK when he was, like, dancing on the uh, exec table in, like, the label room, dude? That Talk shit, about a fucking poser, that dude. That shit made me really uncomfortable. Because, like, it's the fake. Thing is, the thing is, if you make that move, like, stick to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you get on the table, don't immediately, like, get off the table. Don't, like, get self-conscious like, once you're you up get there. on the table and then your whole, like, your whole, like, circus act is to then get off the table. Yeah, his whole thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, like, he didn't even, like, stand, like, tall about Like, he, like, kind of crouched down and was like, Fake yeah! Playing an air guitar, dude, and, and then, like, like fireman right rolled off the, off the table. Like, fuck, and, and, dude. And it was just kind of like everyone was like, well, what the fuck was that? Like, it, it was so <laughs> short that you didn't even really know what was going on. Nah, nah, all the, all the execs <laughs> were sitting there, like, just, like, fucking smiling, like, like clowning. this is gonna sell... Nothing. This is gonna sell no copies. <laughs> yeah, dude. How about you fucking be we, that guy you're talking about? Get up, fucking slam a chair over someone's <laughs> head, fucking cut the table in and half. You better be wearing fucking wooden shoes doing it too. Dude, those God shoes better have hurt. No I want to see calluses on your shit. <laughs> I want, I want leather wrapped around wood. I want raw yep. leather wrapped around wood. I want to see, I want to see <laughs> Swedish clogs. <laughs> That's metal. That's punk rock. Because I'm telling you now. That's how it is. That's how it goes. It's just what a world. Um. Speaking of this world, before we even we haven't even started this episode yet. For real, we're still in the intro. Dude. A lot of shit going on. Uh, Wall Street Got and Reddit. <laughs> they meet. Uh, they meet at the fucking in front they of the, the saloon. <laughs> they met they, at uh, GameStop, dude. <laughs> dude, what's what's happening at this point? Like, because we don't need to go over the whole thing. I think we've even talked about it, but. You know, at some uh, level, have we not talked about not it at all? The episode. No, no, well, no. everyone knows. I think yeah. just to not save a little bit of time, not to just go start that from scratch. Yeah. But at this point. Has Robinhood unfroze those, or can people still not buy those stocks? That I don't know, to tell you the truth. Because basically um, where it was left you at. you that up real quick, Dylan? Just, I would be interested to know. I'm pretty um, sure they're still frozen because probably. the idea is that if they can't buy anymore, the price won't go any higher. It'll start to fall, and then yeah. things will start to normalize well, is what they're hoping the main to company, do. Excuse me. The main company, the, the main hedge fund mm-hmm. that l- lost billions is a 40% investor in Robinhood. Oh it's no the, shit! It's the same. It's like I didn't know it's that. The same company. Damn. So it's like it's it's just like the most. And obviously, Wall Street doesn't give a fuck about like anything but money. So that but so like obviously that move gets made. But it, it, and I'm sure shit like that happens all the time. But it's just like it's so fucking blatant how nothing like how things haven't happened about it yet astounds me. Right. Because it's literally like the thing is nothing illegal was done. It nope. wasn't like some guy on Reddit. 
hack some hedge fund and like dump stock. It's not insider trading. It's literally people looking at like the shit you can see online and giving public advice. Yeah, which is legal. Everybody, here's our option to win some shit, and people did win. And then Wall Street was like, you. Basically, Wall Street said you can't play our own game. That's basically yeah. what Wall Street did. I'm taking my ball and going I, home. So right now they have it. So they're on. I'm trying to see the specifics, but they have it on limited buys. Oh. After so they froze it, and then I think it's like the next day they opened it up for limited buys. Yeah. yeah. So most people are probably not getting access, and then they're just no people can't. It's just limited, and then no one's even getting yeah, access. Yeah, it's, it's limited. Like those fucking PS fives are limited. Exactly. Right? Oh, you can get them. <laughs> I mean, my my whole take on it is the, is kind of the same as it was before it got to this point. Was that the SEC and these big hedge funds and 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 government and everybody like that, they're going to conspire, work together to bail out the, the billionaires. Yeah. And if, like we're saying, it's not illegal, I you know, they're going to find a way to make it illegal for somebody to make an example of someone just – and again, like I'm totally just being pessimistic. I have nothing to base it off of other than, you know, The history lose. of the government yeah, fucking like over the Yeah, like we lose. <laughs> like that's just that's how it works. Yeah. I saw a meme the other day. It was uh, on the note of the – $2,000 stimulus checks. It was like, you know, one of those tweet memes. Uh, it was like, so if Wall Street gets their money before we do, it's on, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yeah, I mean, the rich get richer, the poor get poor, and the fucking threshold between the two is gigantic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's just how it always has been. Yeah. What? Thick as your chode. Thick as my chode. That's, that was the description I used with in a private conversation. <laughs> That's what why I didn't, you said what? <laughs> You're the one with the chode, dude. I, I am the one with the chode. It is thick. You just, you just don't want us to address it. It's addressed now. Kind of like, like this... Uh, Kind of like this mic right here, just half as tall. <laughs> looks like that cheese wheel they're rolling down the hill. The people Skyrim says, cheese wheel. Skyrim cheese thick wheel. Thick chode. Been there. Yeah, throw um, back to that episode, dude. Go check that out. Speaking Whatever of episodes, episode. man. Before, before we dive into this motherfucker, Jacob, dude, let him know, dude. dude. If you are listening to this, go check out our YouTube. We put every episode, got a video with it every Wednesday. We drop. If you're listening to this, like and subscribe. If you're watching, definitely like and subscribe. And if you're watching, go listen to us. It's like we have an in-video promo for ourselves. You know how like a lot of YouTubers and stuff they'll like do it in video. They're like just all of a sudden you're talking to people. They're like just like these glasses. Yeah, they put them on. But like we're doing that with our own shit. Their own shit. We need the fucking support because we're independent. We're gonna we're doing this grind independent. We haven't sold out like the rest of those uh, hurricanes podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking sellouts. (laughs) Taking taking sponsors. Getting those checks. (laughs) Getting money for this. Those losers. But uh, (laughs) yeah, check us out. Like subscribe. All that. What's a residual? (laughs) <laughs> oh, shit. my job doesn't even pay me <laughs> I do everything for free dude for the sake of doing it for the, for the love really with it being episode 99 for the last time we gotta shout out that one guy in beer league we gotta shout out some player that wore a, that wore 99 it was tough man cause you know so many play- players wear it. A lot it was- of players have worn this number. It was really difficult to narrow it down through all the options. I mean, you know, it, it, it was a struggle. It was a really, it was a struggle. But we settled on one, some guy named Wayne. You heard of him? Uh, I haven't. Last name Gretzky. Did he play a long time? First name greatest. <laughs> 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 Played for a little bit. Wayne, the great one, Gretzky. Number yep. 99, the nines. Yep. The yep. one, 
the one he works with Drake. Uh, you know what I'm saying? OVO Gretzky that's merch. That's, that's actually a, that's at, literally a look thing. At you, look how you brought that full circle, bro. Dude. I'm just don't even ask him how. You know, it's just up here, and yeah. sometimes it comes out before you even put it together. Your brain's already like ten steps ahead. That's bro. actually how my brain works. <laughs> it's not. It's not good. Um, Wayne Gretzky, the fucking goat. You know. Uh, it's so it's so hard to like intro this man yeah. right without without doing him a disservice because of what he's done for the game the sport of hockey the records he's broken shattered and established so we'll start with how old he is he just turned 60, 60. <laughs> he just turns it's a milestone it is a milestone big, big milestone, big milestone. episode 60 for Gretzky <laughs> in his life um he's kind of young Low-key. all you know all things considered he looks great Does. he's always looked great post career mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying cuz he's an alien and also, too, like, imagine the fucking medical shit he has access to. Oh, for sure. You know what I'm saying? The the stuff that we, like, the Area 51 shit that we use for mm-hmm. different shit, like, he's got access to that shit. For real. You know what I'm saying? And in Canada, so it's free, dude. Damn. <laughs> it's, like, it's extra free for him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because like, like, the lines are long because of that shit, but he's just queued well, yeah. right and to the front. Even all the, everyone in the line is like, well, it's, it's Wayne Gretzky. It's almost yeah. like no matter what, there's still priorities for the, <laughs> the rich and powerful. You're telling me that money buys you things? <laughs> Apparently. Fucking crazy. Um, all right, so I, let's dive. Let's dive into this fucking beauty's career. This absolute legend. The uh, one of the original legends. Yeah. Not the the second legend. And with that, there's a reason why he wears the nines. Do you know why he wears the nines? Does anyone know? Most people know. Most people. Know. You know. Does. Yeah. <laughs> sure. I'm just making sure you know. I know. Sure I know. You know. You know? Yeah. Jacob, do you know? Yeah. I, I, I know, dude. So, you know, by the time he came into the league, uh, Gordy Howe was well established as a as Mr. Hockey and mm-hmm. the greatest player to play and actively play. He rocked number nine. And, you know, nine was kind of a it's kind of an untouchable number a little bit. Mm-hmm. Kane Ward, disrespectful motherfucker. <laughs> but you know uh saw how that turned out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh oh, you guys don't play. So he said, fuck, I'll double down. I'm twice as good. Slap, <laughs> slap a second nine on there, and we're in business. Um, so his, his pro career, his pro career, he didn't even start in the NHL. That's how fucking, not just not old per se, but that's just how long he's been playing pro hockey. There, he, there was an NHL, but mm. he wasn't a part of it. Start with WHA, the World Hockey Association. As an 198-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, in, he's like Gandalf yeah, and yeah. shit. That's, makes he him sound so old. <laughs> um, he is a wizard. He's a wizard with the puck. No, so he, oh, is that what it says? Yes. Oh, it says, <laughs> say, I don't know, yeah, big old typo. No, as, as an 18-year-old, it, uh, he signed his first contract at 17, and, and the reason why he started in the WHA is because you had to be at least 20 years old to play in the NHL at the time. So, so he starts with them, and it was the Oilers. It was when the Oilers were still part of that league. Um, There's a few other teams that merged over when, the, when that league folded. Um, so, yeah, starts with the WHA, plays for them for a little bit, I think like two seasons at most or like a season, something like that. But following not too long after, that league folds. Edmonton merges with the NHL. So his career with the Oilers, he played for them for nine seasons. Nine, you know what I'm saying? No irony there. And he won his first of eight consecutive Hart Trophies that first year. All right, first of eight in a row. Um, and with that, he tied Marcel Dion's uh, points that season, who ended up winning the Art Ross only because he had a couple more goals than Gretzky. Mm-hmm. But he had 137 points that season, which was established the most by any first-year player. And he could not win the Calder. Because he's not a rookie. Not a rookie. He had already played in the WHA, so mm-hmm. that his rookie uh, uh, label was was you know taken away from that. But he still holds the record for the most points by any first year player ever yeah. in the history of the NHL. No one's ever going to beat that. No. Never. That's unbeatable. Um, 
However, that year, Ray Bork won the Calder. So, a little, little, little background. Just great players all over the fucking place back then <laughs> in the uh, early 80s, late 70s. Um, so, then following the next season, or, or maybe one or two seasons after, in 81, 82, he beats the Rocket, Maurice Rocket Richard's record for uh, 50 goals in 50 games. Took him 39. <laughs> 39 games. And also, it's not on here, but that game was. Uh, a f- like a 7-4 win over somebody, but he scored five goals that game to do it. Um, to really just sink, fucking drive it home that he was going to... And he was going to beat it anyway, like, I'll right? I'll do it today. He could have waited two more games, <laughs> yeah, and I think yeah. still would have had it. He said, no, nah, I'm... Like, I'm feeling it tonight. Let's get I'll five in there. Let's knock it out. Let's go ahead and get done. What's that? It literally fucking, uh, if I'm not mistaken, 10% of the fucking record. <laughs> he, took, he took out in one game. Dummy. Um, and that same season, that same 81-82 season, he became the first player to break the 200-point mark, which I'm real quick going to jump down uh, to some of his other records just to say that he did that three seasons in a row, and he's the uh, da, 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 he's the only player to ever reach 200 points in a season. And he did it three times. He did it three years in a row. Stupid, sick. Fuck. And at this point, is at this was like his second or third year in the league, breaking two hundred points. A video game. Yeah, <laughs> it's a real, video game to this guy. For real. Um, and you know, with just how dominant he was, they est- they est- they established the Gretzky rule. Um, you know, prior to that, you could have what we know now. If you know, you have any co- uh, coincidental offsetting minor penalties, both players would go to the box, and both those players would be down both sides of the ice. You could have four on fours three-on-threes, and it opened, it opened up the ice a lot. We know that now. We're mm-hmm. used to that now, but at the time, uh, Gretzky and them were so good that they would hope and probably finagle the thing a bit so they could get those offsetting minors and create more space for them so they could absolutely dominate. They would score one or more goals on the regular when they had those odds. And no one was as fast as Gretzky back then. No one was as good, yeah, or, or as fast. Um, so they created, they created that rule. They created that rule where you would have those offsetting minors and people don't, you don't lose the man. Yeah. They ended up reversing it like in the early 90s. Um, and the, you know, what we know now, the game encourages more goal scoring. So yeah. it's, it's just interesting to see how they're like, oh, there's too much goal scoring going on. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, just, it's yeah, so contra- yeah, yeah. counterintuitive to what we know now. Um, so that's 85. Uh, and so following, you know, obviously he did great things with that team, played with some future Hall of Famers, Mark Messier, uh, you know, Yari Curry, so on and so forth. Uh, Fucking the goalie, Ed Belfour. Mm-hmm. Um, excuse me. Won his only four cups with that with those Edmonton Oilers in those nine seasons: 84, 85, 88, Excuse me, eighty seven and eighty eight. Those are only four cups. I say it's only four. Yeah. <laughs> um, Almost filled up a hand. But on his back, right? Like I mean, obviously he had great Hall of Fame level teammates. Yeah. But definitely on his back, for sure. So nine mm-hmm. seasons with Edmonton. And then the trade, the famous, most famous trade in the history of trades, almost in sports, not even just in NHL. It's one of the biggest sports trades almost ever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 100%. Um, and a lot of details about this I actually didn't really know. Um, one of the biggest catalysts to this was that the owner at the time was fucking up all of his other ventures, apparently, mm. and losing his ass. So the idea was that, and I think his dad was his agent slash manager. So his dad was aware, and didn't tell him this too either, um, that the owner had been shop- shopping him around for a little bit to see what fucking see what he could get for Gretzky. Basically, he needed to make some fucking cash back, and uh, and lo and behold, ends up getting dealt to L.A. Now there was a couple other front runners, the other big one being New York, 
Um, and before it was fully negotiated, they brought it to Gretzky's attention to bring him in on the negotiation. He's like, well, first of all, if you're trading me anywhere, fucking uh, uh, McSorley, obviously, and uh, Krush and Litsky, they're coming with me. Yeah. I need protection. <laughs> you're not leaving me alone wherever I'm going. Everyone's probably going to hate me where I land at first just because of how much I fucked them up. So they got to come with me. And they're like, all right, well, if it's going to be L.A. talking to the Kings, we want Luke Robitaille. They're like, that's a non-starter. Mm-hmm. They ended up not getting him. Um, so for those three and probably some other pieces and some things like that, some, a bunch of draft picks and a bunch of other players I can't recall, and $15 million in cash, straight up gave him cash, which I don't think you can do anymore. Yeah, I was going to say, was it announced at the time? That, like, I don't almost, know. Like a third-round pick and then also $15 million. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like it was. I, I feel like so that was crazy. public stuff. Um, I'm glad that kind of shit's out of the... Oh, that's ass. Yeah. yeah, that's ass. Um, and a- another thing, too, with L.A. being that destination, part of the, the rumor was that it was going to be, you know, it was going to help uh, Paulina... Uh, to help start her acting career. Okay. If she goes to LA, right? Which makes sense. Yeah. Um, but when you're the greatest, you get to do that kind of shit. For sure. It, it shook the hockey world. It shook Canada. There was fucking people who were lobbying for the government to block the trade. That's how much Canadians didn't want this to happen. Gretzky Real, cried on national television. Real, dude, they're not the great one. Like he, he's like literally their like shining beacon of yeah. light coming out of Canada. I think at that point he had already been deemed in like a some official Canadian title, like an officer of Canada or Probably. some shit. Like legitimately that was already King a Mountie thing. or something. Straight straight up. It's a picture of him with a moose. <laughs> like riding a moose in a Mountie outfit. Um no, he's wearing his uniform. He's wearing his Oilers uniform. <laughs> Everyone that's else true. is on horses, he's on a moose. Exactly. Like that's Wayne Gretzky, King Mountie. Uh, <laughs> uh he ended up playing eight seasons in LA. And then uh, towards the end of the 95-96 season, he was traded to St. Louis. Um, and I think a lot of that had to do with the, uh, there was new ownership that came into L.A., and I think they just weren't, they weren't getting along, and you know, the negotiations were getting sour. The relationship mm-hmm. was soured. So they traded him at the end of the, uh, the 95-96 season to St. Louis. He finishes out that season, and I think he played the, I think he played the majority of the following season. He only played like 30-some games with him. It wasn't very long. Uh, and then went into free. Oh, no, it was because of the playoffs. So he played those 13 remaining regular season games and then took them to the conference finals. Um, and then the chemistry never really set in with Brett Hull like mm-hmm. they were hoping, um, which, good God, imagine if they had done that for a little bit longer and if that really popped yeah, off. that figured it out. He could have had way more points. Yeah. You know, the goal-scoring ability of Hull and, and Gretzky's passing. But, you know, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. He signs like a two- or three-year deal with uh, the, the Rangers, the New York Rangers, at eight mil a year. Gets reunited with Mark Messier. And of all things, and also I didn't know this, him and Messier at that point were the last two, uh, at least towards the end of his career, were the last two remaining active WHA players. Oh shit! So there wasn't anyone else left in the league that had came from the WHA but those two. Um, That's fucking cool. Shows a testament to not just how long they played, but how much endurance they had to be able to play that oh, long. Yeah. You know, there's other great players I'm sure that were part of that mm-hmm. same transition, but couldn't last as long, right? Yeah. And Messier played a long fucking time. Um, End up winning, you know, at least one cup in New York. Can't remember. Yeah, 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 at least one. Like in 2001 or some shit. Like 99 yeah. or something. After Gretzky left, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, or close to it anyway. Uh, la, da, 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 da. Let's see. There's so much fucking information on this absolute goat. Yeah, played three seasons with him. Finishing out his, prof- his professional career with 894 regular season goals. Ni- 1963 regular assists. 
regular season assists, excuse me, for a total of 2,857 regular season points. An it's, untouchable record. He still could he's never have scored a goal and have the NHL point record, right? Isn't Say that again? Gretzky still could never have scored a goal and has the NHL point record, Yes, right? it's one of my favorite fun facts is you could take away all of his goals and he would still have the most points in NHL history. Which Incredible. Is, it's fucking dummy. bonkers. It's <laughs> dummy. Um, I think I think Yager would be like really close. Yeah. At that point, I, I, he's, Yager, he's second, is he not? Or is, Mes- or is Mar- uh, Lemieux second? I feel like Yager did it. I think he. I, th- I don't know. Did Yager ever beat out Francis? Was third for a while. Uh yeah. Well, Francis is like I think he's. I think he had like fourteen hundred points. Something like Francis. that. I, just, I can't remember. Yeah. It's 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 quite close though. Yager did some Yager's shit. Yager's second. Messier's third. Yeah. So is Francis fourth? Uh, he's like six. Because then you got Lemieux in there. See, let me close behind. See, Lemieux's thing is was his he, points per game. Gordy Howe is fourth. Francis is fifth. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And where's where's go. Lemieux in there? Like I said, Lemieux. Would, yeah, okay. so Lemieux would be he didn't higher, play as long. Yeah, and he had the injury stuff. He, had the, he had the highest points per game, yeah. like of anybody. Yeah. Actually, Gretzky did have it, um, or I think Gretzky does have the highest points per game, and then Lemieux had the highest until he came unretired. So yeah. when Lemieux came back, he <clears throat> he diminished his own points per game, which yeah. he, he again he held the record and then fell behind. After he came back, it's just crazy looking at the figure. Like he had, like Gretzky has almost a thousand more points than Yager, who's in second place. Yeah, it's dumb. It's it's, yeah, it's, it's untouchable. Unrealistic is what it is. <laughs> um, so, and again, this man has broken and established so many records, but I kind of just want to go through some some notable ones. Yeah. Uh, the, again, the youngest player to score fifty goals in a season, nineteen years old, in two months old. That's it. Nineteen years, two months. Youngest ever to score fifty. Um, most two hundred or more point seasons. Four of those. And he also has the record for uh, the most 100-point seasons. And again, he's the only player to ever reach the 200-point milestone in a season. Um, 200 consecutive, yeah, 200-point seasons three consecutive times. Uh, the most 70 or more seasons at four. The NHL record for the most 60-goal seasons, but not 70. Eight players have achieved 70 goals, and Brett Hull did so, did so three times. Okay, so he didn't. He doesn't have the most at seventy, but he has the most at sixty. That's okay. what it is. But he has four, that's four crazy. of those. Um, that's nuts, dummy nuts. I don't know if that if that's all right. It kind of reads weird. Uh, I think he's saying like uh, he ha- he has the most seventy go- or more goal seasons, but the NHL only counts sixty or more type I, shit. I see. He, he's the only one who's done the, the same. N- okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah, he's like, which is still fucking. He's just not even in the conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's so fucking good. They had to they had to lower the bar just to get other people into the conversation. <laughs> Most eighty or more goal seasons too, and of course, and I want to say this was back in, uh, I, th- I had this somewhere and I I lost it. This was literally like his fucking second or third NHL season when mm-hmm. he scored ninety two goals. <laughs> yeah, he's the only yeah. player to ever break ninety, the only one, and he it's fucking crazy. scored ninety two. It's 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 insane. It's absolutely insane. Um. Fastest player to 100 points. 34 games. <laughs> you guys got to laugh. ridiculous. It's so <laughs> 34 stupid. 34 games, 100 points. It's stupid. And, and aside from his outstanding playing career, you know, it just kind of eclipses anything he's done outside of that. But he's done incredible things outside of it for the game. 
Um, I think he's collab with Drake, dude. Collab with Drake. <laughs> he was the Arizona coach for a little bit. He was wasn't the greatest coach, but you know he did it. You the know, the greatest what I'm players usually don't turn around to be the greatest coaches. These are facts. Shouts out Michael Jordan as the owner of the Bobcats. For real. They'd be struggling. Yeah, for real. Word to <laughs> word to Rod Brindamore, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, greatest but he's not in the hall. Yeah, he's not in the hall. So he can be yeah, a coach. A coach. You see what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. As soon as he gets in the hall, he's done. It's, it's done. We're he's gonna done have to let him go. Have him work with Billy Berniston. I think he's. I think he's. So like, that's yeah, um, <laughs> a lot of jokes there. Um, also, he I think he still currently holds a title with the Oilers organization. Uh, I know he's the NHL like world hockey ambassador, but I think he does hold some executive position in the Oilers uh, organization somehow. I'm not exactly sure. Not like a real big official title, but like an advisor and yeah, shit like that. Yeah. You'd have to right. You got the yeah, next coming yeah. with McDavid. So poetic, yep. you know. It's uh, so poetic. He can. So he's gonna get traded to L.A., right? Isn't stop that, it! Doesn't he, stop is he it! Follow the same after nine seasons and four cups. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, he's only got like four more of those. Before <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck. Got to start winning. How old is McDavid? Like thirty now? Like yeah, he's like I think like thirty eight. It's crazy. Um, but at the end of the day, he, he is the greatest player to ever play behind Alex Ovechkin. <laughs> it's just, he is at, still at the end of the day second best to Ovechkin. Um, wow. And that, that really, it's a testament to how good Ovechkin is, that even with all these records, <laughs> that he, all was, these records... He would still be consensus better than Gretzky. Exactly. Uh, there's not like, Ovechkin doesn't even need the records to be better. Yeah, he everyone's just like, is. Well, everyone's like, well, obviously Ovechkin. But then we can get into guys like Gretzky and Lemieux. <laughs> One of the things that always is funny to me, this is an Ovechkin conversation now, that, like, when people go, oh, you know, like, if he... Uh, if Ovechkin played in those areas, he'd have like all, like he'd have like 400 goals a season, all that stuff, because he was so good. People forget, and people will then argue, who do who don't forget that the equipment wasn't as good. Yeah. yeah. But let's also remember this: that I think a lot of people don't think about okay. right. Put a wood stick in Ovechkin's hands, or especially in the 80s. I'm gonna say that his shot is not gonna be. It's gonna be slower. It's not gonna be that much slower. It'll be. It'd be different. It's gonna be different, right? But everyone's at that point. Everyone's using the same stick, so there's no yeah. advantage there. He's so by default, he's gonna have the best shot in the league. Just mm-hmm. that's my opinion. Ovechkin would also be a fucking giant back in that in those days. But just from like a like smaller a, equipment, s- shitty skates, he might not be able to skate as fast. Those were those are things yeah, that people yeah. would argue. But here's that's here's true. my counterpoint to all that. When is Ovechkin fucking moving when he scores goals? Yeah. Never. He's standing still in one spot. So put him in the 80s. Put him in the 80s with a fucking piece of lumber. Put him in his office. That man's <laughs> scoring 700 goals a season. Dude. He doesn't that break man. the stick every single time. He is breaking the stick <laughs> every single time. He's still going right in. His <laughs> teammates in. don't need a stick because he doesn't have to move to score. He's going to stand <laughs> in one spot. The fucking goalies were st- were stick thin with their equipment back then. Yeah, There's so up, much net praying. to hit. Keeping their eyes closed. Yeah, there's so they did, just did a butterfly cartwheel every time. <laughs> there's so much net for that man. It's it's not even a question who's better. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, moving big on. shouts That's out good. to 99 Wayne Gretzky. Shouts out this bit. I mean, really shouts out us. See, it just goes back day, to Ovechkin and really, us. We're the goats. We're the greatest. Yeah, that's what I've always said. Affirmation. Yeah. <laughs> Carolina. We back, baby. Played Finally. Finally back on Everyone, the ice. Everyone's back from the plague. Woo! Um, right into some injuries. Yeah. Uh, well, with the, you know, with all the protocols. I'm jumping ahead. Yeah. Um, Jordan back playing. Uh, the, and then Slavin, Turbo, Martinuk, Fogel, 
And I don't know if Fast is skating yet, but the first four started back Fast skating. is the only one. St- I saw this earlier. I think he's the only one still in protocol. Okay. Yeah. So we're getting back. Uh, th- I don't think they're going to be – we have a game today. Yep. I don't believe that any of those players are going to be playing. Nope. But uh, hopefully uh, – Stahl's? Well, Stahl's playing. Yeah, Stahl's playing. Stahl's yeah, yeah, already yeah, played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, won that game in overtime yep. uh, with the pass to Natchez. Um, but, yeah, so good to see guys getting back. Um, Quick recoveries. If, yeah, if this is – if knock on wood and all that shit, if this is the only big protocol situation we have this season – That's a blessing. I think we, yeah, I think we will be very, very lucky. Still a trash league, but um, yeah, you know, it's not and, the point. Yeah, it's not the point. Fucking that Dundon had to go and put – Fucking uh, fast. What what is it called? The fucking fast response testing or rapid testing? Yeah, that's what it is. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Um, j- played Dallas yesterday or two days ago on Saturday when people will be hearing this. Another team that had a late start to the yeah. league. Yeah, <laughs> to say the least. Really, really, really. Weren't we like their second Florida. game? No, it was all Florida. Okay. Pretty sure it was Florida was the beginning of the season. Florida missed those God games. Damn. And then later on, Florida missed their games against us. Um, so Florida's really fucked. But, um, yeah, we had uh, all, like, AHL fourth line. We had uh, Geeky, Lorenz, and Ruppel. Ruppel? I'm not sure how to say his name. Right, 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 right. And, uh, I think Devin Shore's playing for us tonight. He is because uh, McCormick decided to go fuck up Mrazic real quick. He said, let me slide into this goalie at full speed. Nah, I mean, I'm sure it's that. I, yeah, did, I felt real bad for him though, because it's like you don't want to come in and then take out the starting goalie, like <laughs> like first game. I'll back. tell it to D'Angelo. Yeah, that, <laughs> apparently that is the move. Yeah, apparently that is the way to go. <laughs> we'll get into but, yeah, that. Yeah, goes down, takes out Morazic. Uh, hope Morazic is okay. Haven't seen so much information on that. I feel like aside from all the this the illness stuff, I feel like our goalies just stake. Whether I mean, goddamn, it's our own player. You know what I'm saying? Our yeah. goalies cannot not get hurt for real. Right? For real. And uh, it was kind of tough to see what even happened. It looked like something with his hand. Uh, that was obvious, but what it was, I don't know. McCormick gets, goes down, gets fucked up by uh, Blake Cuomo. Yep. In the in the corner, Brendan Moore was like, "It looked bad, and it is bad." That was mm. his quote. He is every bit as terrible as all of us thought the second that it happened. <laughs> Just honest. <laughs> so yeah, like you said, Devin Shore coming in. He's got some experience. Yeah. Um, all in all, uh, the guys stepping in, I feel like have played pretty well. Canes are four and zero. Yeah, uh, Lorenz. No, we've lost. Uh, lost I think one. We're four and one. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Lorenz came in, got his first NHL point against Dallas. I think he's looked really good. He's a guy that we've talked about on here, even last season. I was saying I was real excited to see him get his chance because mm-hmm. he kind of reminds me of a bigger, slightly better hands Fogel. Like he plays sure. that same style, like very north south. League is some slickness, but you know, fast skater, bigger body, willing to do the dirty. Is work. he right-handed? He, I know Fogel's not. Is left-handed. Is he left-handed yeah, too? He's left-handed. But uh, yeah, um, and it, he got. I think in his first game he played, he had like 15 minutes of ice time, which in a Brendamore system, from what we've seen, that's got to be tough. Yeah, that's you're doing something right. Mm. Um, that he lets you get that much time, so it's good. Um, good to see all that. It'll yep. be interesting now. I guess he hasn't done enough to beat anybody that's in protocol out of the lineup yet. Right. But it would be interesting to see. Um, and we talked about this too, like even last season in the bubble and stuff with guys opting out, guys going into protocol and other injuries it, it, for these taxi squad players. It, it's such an opportunity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Lemons make uh, lemonade out of these lemons, right? Definitely. Fucking huge opportunity yeah. for, for a guy like him. You've seen Nadalkovich, obviously, is probably going to get a shot depending on what happened to Mrazic, mm-hmm. um, which all the fans were calling for. Um, poor, poor dad. Yeah, for real. 
For He's real. like, okay, yeah, I get to play. Sure, <laughs> sure. You know what I mean? He just feels teased. For real. Um, but it, it's been good. No, it's good. Uh, so far, I mean, so Dallas good, put fucking like eight shots up last night. Yeah, no, Total. what was it? Uh, I think in five on five, I think they only had four shots on goal. Yeah, in five on five. That's that's crazy. That's a strong defensive the, core. And the difference is, though, like, we, we're Reminds starting... me when uh, I play defense. <laughs> it, it's, as a, today. As a <laughs> it was like, you know, you're going to come on my side, you ain't getting the puck off. Yeah, you're saying, yeah. we might lose 10 to nothing, but you didn't score on my side. Yeah, no, that was on, that was on D'Angelo's side. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Former teammate. <laughs> but, um... What was I saying? I don't know. I distracted you. I don't remember. Oh, but no, the Hurricanes. The Hurricanes. Uh, scoring the goals... That like we need to like that we should score, which seems to always have been our problem. Is like oh they get fifty shots, no quality yet chances, missing out on the opportunities. But then you saw like the nature. You see the nature's pass to Trocheck, mm-hmm. that was sick. Mm-hmm. Nature's pass across to Dzingle for Svech's the power backhand. Svech's backhand, so clean. Yeah, it's just we're making real nice plays, scoring on the power play for fuck's sake. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's a that is a my God. a veteran Hurricanes fan right there. You can hear it in your voice. That is years of poor power play. For real, awful, awful. Eleven percent on the power play for the past fucking a million seasons. Forever, we'll never, we barely get above that like fifteen to eighteen percent mark. For real, that's but, funny. Um, yeah, so it's been good. Yeah. Like you were saying, Bracco. Uh, Bracco waived, waived. Uh, for the, for the purpose of termination, and he's already in uh, overseas. Yeah, he was loaned to Cal Pa. Yeah, is that is that? Oh, I have no fucking clue. What league? Well, because I hear that's that's a uh, Liga. Uh, yeah, uh, fucking, is that the one that Aho's dad owns or whatever? Ooh. Is that that? Because there's the yeah, it's a the thing. one team that Aho. Anyway, yeah, yeah, it's a whole thing. Anyway, could um, very easily be the case. It, the yeah. relationship would be there. Yeah, and, uh, um, but shout out him. You know, for him, I don't. I, I'd like to. I'd be interested to see a story come out on just like what's the what, deal? Yeah, like the timeline of him. Because I, I mean, just all I ever him know being a name like yeah. I, well, he was the least pl- uh, prospect, yeah, yeah, so that I think just that has helps. its own weight. Yeah. Um. I but he was always known to have a decent shot. I think yeah. was kind of his uh his big his big uh asset. And uh, you know, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. We have a lot of offensive talent, and yeah. a lot of it's coming up. So it's just like you know, odd man out sort of thing. I think more yeah. than anything else. And yeah. again, you got we talk about the taxi squad. You just again, you run out of room. You yeah. just run out of room for for and, these you know, coming uppers. If he didn't like, so he's like twenty seven. I think he's a little older. Yeah, yeah. They, we brought him in, kind of see, like, let's see what's up with this, and it seems like they're just like well, doesn't always work. Yeah, you know, nothing, it's probably nothing against him as a player, um, but but something against somebody. I, this honestly pisses me the fuck off. Like this, this is not how this was supposed to happen. Yeah, Forslund signs, and you know, wish him the best. He deserves the best. Forslund signs to be the uh, fucking play by play commentator for the new Seattle team. Do they have a name? Am I tripping? The Kraken. They are the Kraken. Oh, that's right, because it's not plural, and that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> it is, but it's not. Yeah. Um, yeah, he'll be their, their play-by-play commentator. He moved to Washington State, guys. Like, I don't. I think that just kind of says it all. He picked Washington State over us. Uh, it's. It, I mean, who doesn't I, love the cold, rainy weather? Dude? Who doesn't love He's that depressing-ass bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> He's a Harvard guy. He's a Harvard guy. Uh, more money, obviously. That's just going to be a yeah. given there. Where's the opportunity? Where's the, where's the where's the where's the next level come up that we've said that this is what he would leave us for? We were hoping that's what it was. He's becomes the replacement for Mike Emmerich, and it all makes sense. Yep, because you couldn't have offered Dude, him enough money. When I saw that video of him doing the hey, hey what do you say? Like Seattle cracking. Like I'm we gotta change to our intro Dude, fast, it, bro. We really it do. Fucking, <laughs> it just it, it's just 
fucking right through the heart. I was like, damn. Fuck man. you, Dungeon, all right? <laughs> for, honestly, Of man. all the things that you've done right for this team, this was an absolute fucking fumble. Yeah. He, he went to another NHL team. Yeah, he went back to Francis because I guess France is paying him. You know what I'm saying? They got they wow. probably have deep history. Oh, I there. forgot about that part. But also going back to the Hartford thing, I mean, they've been. I'm sure they've been fucking boys for a minute. That's true. Um, so he's yeah, like, he goes, he gets there. Hey, for, uh, Francis, man, you know, I was actually cool with all that Peter shit, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even judge. I don't even blame like, you for that. Me up, dude. <laughs> We're cool, right? Yeah, but. Yeah, it's a fucking bummer. It's just it's a bummer. It's, it's a um, he's nothing against Mike Maniscalco. No, nothing days. at all. It's you know it's it's just that he it's made a, a lateral thing. move. Yeah, he made a lateral move, and it, I don't think it paints him as greedy, right? Because obviously, again, he's going to receive more money. That had to have been the one of the biggest components yeah. since he is staying with an NHL team. Yeah, but and it, he's established, like he deserves the money. Right, he's, he should be getting. We just weren't. I, I guess it does go back to that we couldn't pay him enough. That's what we'd said, but we didn't realize it was just to stay on an NHL team, not go to just some next level. But, hey, is what it is. He's going to be the best at what he does either way. Yep. Big shouts out Forslund. Not shouts out our ownership for that. Free. It is what it is. And then Cockin. Yeah. Got a first NHL goal up there in New Jersey. Um, so that's good to see yep. him. Uh, Lusterainen got his first goal for Florida mm-hmm. a little while back. Mm-hmm. So it's been pretty sick to see, you know, just – these are these are prospects that like a lot of the fans and the diehard fans and the the fans in the know of our prospects are are saying look out for. Yeah, and, and it's, it's good, good to see him do shit. Yeah, it's good to see him do shit. It shows that our drafting is good and strong. Like these are the kind of guys, guys like Morgan Geek who like got his spot on the squad, but guys like that third and fourth center role, like winger role that you're getting late in the draft, become trade pieces that can go succeed on other teams where they have the space for them. Kind of like how Dzingel is supposed to be. Yeah, low key, and he's been. I, he's fine. Credit, he's been. He's been doing a lot better. He I was think. the first line center in Ottawa. <laughs> that's that's, <laughs> what, for, that's yeah. what it always goes back to for me. Yeah, that's that's just hard, we we just looked at their decor. That's a that's a, a down bad team right there. For real, dude. Um, for that's, real. It's funny. But shouts out to the prospects, bro. Big shouts Is out. Is Nick Waugh still playing for Vegas? Is he still? Dude, actually, no. I think um, I saw some. This was a while back too. I think I saw something about just. Him not being on the roster. Damn. Yeah, I think I don't think he's cracking it. But again, Damn. fucking Vegas, like they're back to back conference champs yeah, type they're shit. Really, like, really good. They're really good. That was, um, that was conference guy. finalists. Yeah, Roland McEwen still can't get out of the AHL, dude. It's <laughs> a, yeah, that's just unlucky. It is kind of funny to look back on, like, yeah, we traded for him so long ago. For real, but it's we got him in the that came back in the stall trade, right? Uh, no, I thought we got him from LA. He was an LA player. At he the was time. in LA. Who did we? Unless he went somewhere else first, and that Wait, could be wrong. No, 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 no. You're right. He did come from LA. Who did we send to LA though? That's why I don't think it was because I think it was a real gift for us in terms of just getting a prospect. Yeah. I no, th- no, no. I think you're right. Yeah. And we're like, oh, it's right-handed D man. He'll come up. Did we? We might trade like a draft pick or something. The, I just don't remember. Did we? We traded Stahl to New York. Yes. Okay. Yes. How did I don't fucking remember how we got who? I th- I again, I really think it was like a draft pick or nothing that was ever anything because in my mind he was the get. And, you know, we just kept drafting better D-men, and oh, better yeah, D-men yeah. just kept coming up. He just never gets a shot. I know, but it's just so Tough funny titties. to look back on old, like, oh, old, yeah. old, like, dude, like, remember fucking Sergey? I thought Nick Wall was going to be something legit, legit. Me too. Uh, but do you remember Sergey? was it Tolchinsky or whatever, dude? Yeah. That little, the smaller guy with all the hands All the shit? highlights. Yeah. Well, yep. Crazy. Where the fuck is he? Crazy. In other NHL news... Um, this happened a little bit ago, but it's becoming more and more of a talking point, especially online. 
Babcock had his, uh, I guess, you know, first big interview mm-hmm. with Pierre Lebrun in The Athletic uh, ever since, you know, getting the job as an analyst. Have you seen him on TV? I saw him once. Okay. I saw him one time. He was on with Patrick Sharp and uh, I forget the woman's name. But, um, yeah, it was, you know, I mean, it was just, it he was, was just there. Panels, like, right. Giving his opinion on stuff. Really uncontroversial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keeping it, real, keeping it real fucking neutral. Dude. I wonder who's, who's giving him that advice. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, he, he gets interviewed by Pierre Lebrun and he talks about the whole Marner situation yep. and his, some of his past uh, mistakes, regrets, regrets as a NHL head coach yeah. who was, you know, at the time, b- before all that stuff came out, he was revered as one of the best. Yeah. Um, Good. Uh, well, just kind of did kind of let that get to his head from uh, accounts of other players. Um, mm-hmm. Apparently, spoken the third person a lot. But uh, <laughs> really, apparently that was like a thing. Yeah, I don't even. know. What do you um, mean? Like how though? Like he'd be like, well, like I like I'm Babcock. Like oh well, shit. Ba- like Babcock is like what Babcock says. Oh go, no. Like oh, shit like oh, that. Oh. Um, but rough. anyway, yeah, has his interview with Pierre LeBron. Obviously, the first thing they get to is the Mitch Marner situation. <sighs> And it was funny because I'm reading through this and, like, you know, he brings it up. And Babcock's response is basically like, well, uh, it happened. But it didn't happen the way that everyone says. He's like, I didn't just go and post that list of players on the wall. What happened was I, have, I brought Mitch in. We did our interview. I had him list the players. And then I was inter- – I forget the other guy that he was talking to next. He's like, but then he said something and I was like – well, look what Mitch thinks. And immediately, I regretted what I did. But I did it. And that that's, guy... That's not a justification. That's an account of what happened. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And, and then he was like, I told Mitch, like, I'll go and apologize to the team if you want me to. But Mitch obviously was like, no. So You made just, a 19-year-old professional athlete cry. Yeah. for I just <laughs> Like, that's what happened. His whole thing, but his thing is like, well, I didn't post it on the wall. I just told the team. It's like, well, fucking... Semantics. Like, same fucking bullshit. Yeah. And then, like, he gets into the, uh, the Franzen thing. Um, Which is... Yeah, Franzen had up. really awful shit to say about him, uh, which is really damning shit to say about him, I guess. Not awful. Right. Um, to, well, I, f- I forget what publication anyway. Uh, he brings that up. And he's like, yeah, no, I mean, he never, he basically was like, he never said it to me. Like, I would have talked, like, we could have, like, had a conversation about it. But, you know, he's like, I tried to reach out to him and apologize and all, but, like, he doesn't really want to talk to me and stuff like that. And it's like fucking obvious. No shit. Yeah. And then, you know, you have Commodore coming out saying, like, don't let Babcock's bullshit apologize. He ain't let off the gas. Yeah. He's like, fuck Babcock. Like, he can, like, yeah. And it's just, you know, it does kind of suck that he's definitely going to get let back into the hockey world. It kind of has, like, on a different scale, the similar thing with the D'Angelo thing where it's, like, the public and everyone's saying, like, look, we just don't kind of want this dude around. And the league's like, well, too bad. They make his money. And there you go. But uh, you know, I, I just I can't see I can't see with this much this much pushback that he'll sustain anything yeah. in the league, um, unless again unless it really turns around in some way yeah. that changes people's minds. I just I just I guess I don't really see it happening. And at this point, unless there's like new information about him, I kind of just don't care anymore. Yeah, you know, just, yeah. Like I would want to do right by guys like Franz and Commodore who have legitimate issues and things like that. And then if they take him out, then that's a positive thing, I guess. But at the same time, like it is what it is. Like I, yeah. I even said before, like this article came out, everyone they, they had Milbury, now they have Babcock. Everyone needs a villain. Conor yeah. McGregor, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a different thing, but you get what I'm saying. That everyone needs a villain. 
every story needs a villain, and uh, he's ours right now. It's just kind of that's just yeah. the way the fucking fucked get, up world works. I I'm not mad at LeBron. I saw a lot of people were pissed off at LeBron for even giving him the platform type of thing. That that part, it's like I mean, well, people were mad at Gail King when she interviewed R. Kelly. Yeah, it's true too. It's someone's, just kind of like so like you had you had it's part of his job. Part of his job, someone's gonna give him the platform, like. Might as well be someone we all respect. Yeah, have a guy that you know that the people are gonna listen to that you ha- that you have faith isn't going to suck sugar- his dick. Is yeah, isn't gonna sugarcoat the story coming out. Type sure, of thing. and he didn't. You know, yeah. I think a lot of people's issues were that he didn't like press him, but at yeah. the same time, as an interviewer, there's only so much, and there's a lot you agree on that people don't realize going into it. Oh yeah, like here's what yeah. here's how it's gonna go. Like here's what I'm gonna ask you about, and there's a lot of there's a lot of understandings that take place that we're ignorant to. So it's yeah. just like you know, and it's like what and you it, always I, hear that shit, right? Like certain, especially radio. Uh, stations, oh, we, we're unfiltered, and we ask our guests, we're, shut the fuck up. Yeah. There are <laughs> questions vetted across oh, the board from all different publications. A PR so. person goes over the interview before the The more interview. famous they are, the less shit you're allowed to do. For That's real. just how it goes, man. For real. And it's like, also, what are you really going to press them about? Well, exactly. I feel like the whole story has come out. Yeah. And it's, uh, unless people just wanted another, like, public flogging, which... Babcock would never agree to do, and that's why that's that's where I mean where I say I don't care anymore because again, there's nothing new coming out. We know who he is. You're not going to change the the network's mind of replacing him at this point. So until someone does, this, yeah, until is, this get, is what we have. I'm not going to care again until he gets like a real coaching job somewhere. Right. Then it's then like, it's well, like, how the well, fuck, how the fuck we we does this? Yeah. yeah, definitely. But um, so the Tyler, the Tyler Myers hit Armia um, deemed being deemed illegal, being deemed legal. Yep. And then, which he got he got ejected from the game at the time of the hit. Right. So, and this is just a talking point and just like some crazy inconsistency that we're mm-hmm. already seeing with the player safety, the calls made on the ice, the choices to review things after the fact. Um, we t- we talked about before we started recording the hit from Komarov on Lars Eller was a five minute major in my opinion could have barely even been a two minute boarding call. The league didn't review it. Yep. Um, and that all kind of makes a little bit of sense. And then you look at fucking the hit on uh, on Kakanemi uh, by Dubé. Mm-hmm. He absolutely clean clocked his face with his forearms. Yeah. And the player safety isn't even reviewing it. Yeah. No call made on the mm-hmm. ice. And going back to, I think it was, I think it was Tyler Myers hit on Armia where they were saying the reason we're not going to review this. Um, people are saying that the same thing's going to happen with the Dubé hit. The reason we're not reviewing this is because. In the hit, you can see the player's upper body and head snap back at the same time. And if the principal point of contact was the head, the head it would have first. snapped back on its own first. But and it it's did. Like, a, it did. A, it did. And B, it's like, well, that's fucking dumb. And like, I feel like I without can, saying it, they also do throw in whether or not a call was made. Yeah. And that fucking, that ref didn't flinch. No. He was, <laughs> you've watched the they, replay, the ref's like, ooh, yeah. In fact, they <laughs> called a penalty on Weber for standing up for Kakaniemi. And it's just, again... It, it's I the wanna, inconsistency of it all. I want to touch on this real quick. Kind of not related to the player safety part of it. Fucking Paul Missed the Net tweeted out uh, something about old-time hockey uh, from all the shit that ensued afterwards and the hit itself. And people went after this motherfucker like as if he was the one who fucking hit him and then were trying to like say he was big-upping the play itself. Like like saying it was like championing it is what um, people were saying. And... Can we just, like, address, like, there's no correlation between, like, this looks like shit in the 70s and then saying, yeah, I'm glad that guy got fucking caught up high. Those are not the same yeah, statements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted, this a little side note I wanted to touch on. It was kind of kind of weird. Like, he got yeah. skewered. Yeah, but, you know, that's, 
That's the internet. That's the internet, and that's also what comes with, you know. That's why you don't talk to MGK fans. Yeah, that's why you don't talk at the end of the day. That's really what it comes down to. But it's, yeah, again, the inconsistency of it all with just, because I don't even remember the hit at the beginning of the season. They gave the guy two minutes for it. I mean, it was almost an identical play behind the net to what fucking Dubé did to Kakaniemi. Right. Like, if either don't call it or fucking call it. Like, yeah. And then you're not even going to have a hearing about it. I just, it just doesn't I don't, make I don't sense. Yeah, George Peros needs to get the fuck out of there. I do think you that's think, a big part of the problem. Do you think mm. the league got together and they were like, listen, we have all this stuff going on where players going to be missing time with protocol and everything. Let them play. Are we going to, do we want to make a concerted effort to take our hands off the game a little bit so we're not taking guys as, as long as it's not quote unquote egregious. I th- I think the Dubai hit on Cockneyam is pretty egregious as far as breaking yeah. those rules. But do you think they're like, let's try to not have more Dude, of an impact, change more shit? You have never told a lie. That right. is that is dead on the case. I, like, like I could really see it because like I said, I can't remember who it was because it was a Jets guy, right? The the very first guy that got suspended. Yeah, yeah, he got spent two games. And I can't remember his name for a similar not, hit in location, way less. Uh, from what I remember, it was way less dangerous looking. Yeah. And he got two games. Yeah, that, yeah. that was totally a thing. And I, it's, yeah, man. It's just, Consistently inconsistent. And, yeah. It, is it, but it's kind of fucked up. It's like, it did, like don't, don't, because then it's going to, is that going to lead into more injuries if that's what they're doing? They're like, we don't want to affect it, so we're going to let players well, play. I mean, you know, it, again, it goes back to with the way. They did well with the bubble last season, but mm-hmm. in general, the league has handled this pandemic and and in tandem continuing the operations of the league so incredibly poorly. Oh, 100%. As a whole, 100%. and this is if that's it the was case, very thrown together. Exactly. And if that's the case, um with what you're saying, then it's just another factor of that. Par for the fucking course. Exactly. Par for the fucking course. Never surprised by this absolute joke of a league. For real. It is it really is. I mean, it's the best sport in the world and year after year after year it's it's done so poorly by this this organization of owners and executives. It's yeah. just it's unfortunate. I don't even like blame Bettman necessarily. You know what I mean? I don't chalk it to, up to one individual. It's it's a group effort of minds that don't know what the fuck they're doing. I don't know any better, but as a as a viewer and a fan, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, hundred percent. But what do I know? What do any of us know? Absolutely nothing. We're just we the experts. Are the experts. Um, Speaking of shit that no one but everyone saw coming, Patrick Laine and Jack Roslevic uh, are traded to Columbus for Pierre-Luc Dubois and a third-round pick. Um, and I think that's all What a it. hockey trade. What a hockey trade. Kind of crazy because Laine was drafted second and Luc Dubois was drafted like... Fifth or fourth. Yeah, I think he was like fourth. Maybe even third, actually. He might, be, he might have been third. Yeah, something like that. Um, and then those guys get traded for each other. Low-key, at I just get, this point... So take take in, take in consideration... Sorry to cut you off. Take mm-hmm. in consideration PLD's like desire to be traded mm-hmm. and the very, very slight bit of rumors with the line A stuff. They got traded for each other, but I guess are you more surprised that Liney was traded anyway? No, or is I it get, like kind of like the, both these guys should have been traded? I think the Pierre Luc Dubois one I think is more surprising because it seems like the deterioration happened this year, right? Where because he was a beast. In yeah, the, the whole thing is is more surprising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah for and sure. Then with the line thing, there's been the rumor swirling for, for a long yeah, time. Yeah, for like seasons, it feels like now. 
Uh, so that's a little less surprising. I guess which one did you think was more redeemable within the, its own organization? It felt like Line. Right. It felt like that's he kinda, was yeah. playing better. I mean, you were seeing last season, like, all the Ajo's making jokes about, like, oh, he back checks now, stuff like that. Like s- Since we didn't trade uh, him for Pesci, like, I thought he was going to stay. Like, it was, yeah. <laughs> it was the only way he would have left. Like. <laughs> for real. And now he's up in Columbus. Um, not yet. Not yet, I guess. Yeah, I, I think he touched down the other night. Oh, really? I saw a video. Oh, okay. I don't, he still has another quarantine period, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, they had to work out. It took him a while to work out all the fucking move. I mean, I that's, that's why we did the divisions, right? I know, it's, it's hilarious that we were talking about before the season started. We were like, there's not going to be any trades between, like, Canadian and USA team. Like, the first trade. First big, big one, Big blockbuster yeah. fucking trade between Canada said, and I'll the show US. you. Um, I think right now, at this point, I think Columbus is the winner. Um, all day. Uh, I'm a big fan of that Roslovic guy. Still only 23 years old, center. Um, probably a second, third line guy, I would say. Um, and then Line, maybe he stays. Maybe they move him at the trade deadline for even more shit. But if he comes in, lights it up, and then they go around and turn Line into like two first round picks and like a prospect or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Then that means you turn Pierre Luc Dubois and the Roslovic two first, a prospect. Yeah. It's just it's kind of crazy. I, I think in yeah right now it's a it's it's the Blue Jackets win with Line A. I still I still do stand on my belief that not that Dubois has a higher ceiling than Line A, but his his highest potential is more is is less capped than what we know Line A's to be. If that makes any sense, like we like I think we can all. We you can know, all, we know what Line A is what, type of thing, or or what where his ceiling is. Right, he sits up at this like mystical. I was to use the word Ovechkin, but this sort of like Brett Hull. He sits in the elite goal scorer category. Up there, up yeah. there, right. Whereas I don't think a lot of us realize that Dubois is capable of a similar thing in respect to being a strong, incredible two way center. Yeah, I think that's the part that we undercut him on. Just in terms, again, looking at his potential. Um, he fought Crosby, dude. Uh, it could be a winnable trade for Winnipeg oh, in the future. That, that's 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 definitely more. And of if how they I do see end it. up, uh, I guess he just signed a, a long. Did he just resign with Columbus? Yeah, I, I feel like he just signed. Maybe not a super long contract, he, but um, if Winnipeg ends up getting to keep him, I mean that's huge. I think there's similar cap hits right now. I think you're right. Yeah. Um, and I, if, I just with the line A in Columbus thing, I feel like. Line A doesn't want to be in Columbus. Um, more it's than the fucking Winnipeg of America. Yeah, honestly, yeah, honestly, he really did get moved from Winnipeg to Columbus, dude. That's uh, that's rough. Like it's like just as shitty, quote unquote. Yeah. But they don't care about hockey either, yeah, so it's yeah. just like, what the fuck? Yeah, he's like, well, at least I was kind of a legend. Over like, there. I still got Fortnite. Uh, for real. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. It's gonna be cool to see. It's we'll a see hockey trade. Play. Yeah, I'm yeah. excited to fucking see him play a game. Jesus, for real. Jesus. They both go into protocol. God forbid. Yeah, for real. Like, you know what I mean? Just worst, worst to worst. Um, it was interesting with the Pierre Luc Dubois thing, though. Was did you see the interview after like the big game where everyone was like, "This he has decided to stop playing." Yeah. And the Tortorella interview on the back of that, where he was just like, usually when interviewer or reporters would ask questions about that kind of stuff, Torts would give you like a real "fuck you" answer back, and he was like. I understand you have to ask that question, uh, and I think you deserve an answer. Uh, I, you know, I'm not going to give it to you, though. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to give it to you. You should ask uh, him, uh, stuff like that. I don't know. It was just a different, completely different tone True. than I've ever heard. Well, and also, you know, in respect to that relationship, he goes back 
you know, it's kind of boilerplate stuff, but he goes back and, and bigs up towards and says, like, look, this had nothing to do with him as a coach necessarily. It just wasn't a fit for me as a whole. And he, you know, he seemed to have a lot of respect for Torts. And there's a lot of guys who, though he has this sort of, you know, Babcockian approach sometimes, um, to, you know, to use a very harsh descriptive word, everyone ends up respecting him and always ends up thanking him for the type of player they become. That tough love shit can work yeah. really well when it's done right. I think Torts has just kind of always done that. I well. think I think he's less of a. I think he's tough but fair. Yeah, I think he's just. I think he like he's just super fucking honest about just like everything yeah. and just not it doesn't not, rub everyone not the right way to be a dick yeah. he's like you're fucking up how about let's not fuck up I can relate to a lot of that in my life yeah you know what I mean I know a lot of people who act like that treat me like that and uh you know sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't and you just gotta fucking take the good with the bad when you have personalities that are that bold yeah um and a lot of, and a lot of times they get put in positions like torts whether it's you know the coach of a fucking NHL hockey team or someone who manages something and things like that they're they're usually put in that position for a reason 100%. when they have that personality you know what i'm saying 100 percent uh and some other shit this is kind of more recent sam bennett victor met sam bennett with the flames i think met plays for the sabers if i'm not mistaken or the blues he played for the blues he played for the blues, he played for the blues. um they're both clients of darren ferris i believe who's the same agent who uh is the agent for mitch marner famously uh, sitting out for the contract negotiations. I think he has a couple other clients who went down a similar road. A lot of his clients, I think, request trades. Both Sam Bennett and Victor Met have requested a trade from their respective teams. And this fucking agent, man, he's just he's he keeps his name in everyone's mouth as far as uh, yep. his clients. Hops in their ears. He does, dude. He's like fucking worm tongue from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> he's, just tell, he's just talking to the King of Rohan, fucking fucking him up. <laughs> you do not know this person. Um... So yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting to see. Sam Bennett's an interesting one. This is the same kid who and I love just referring to this. He's he couldn't do a uh, he couldn't do a pull up at the combine. Yeah. Same kid. Uh, he was drafted like what second overall or some shit like that. His draft year, um, you know, had was kind of like a Patrick Kane comparison at the time. Yeah, and just never never, never really panned out. Come speed on, with it. Yeah, he's just always been like a second third line sort of center. I think he's really come into his role. He's redefined he's, himself very well. As yeah, a hard like grit third line grinder kind of. He's got guy. a full beard now. You know, yeah, probably does many pull ups. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, all he does. He's so traumatized by that. But I'm sure Darren has. You know, I'm sure his agent said, "Look, dude, this is where you were drafted. This is where you could be if you played on any of these teams. Um, why don't you ask to get out of there?" And uh, he's going to. I guess he's going to try. Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting to think, see what happens. I mean, I just don't think like Sam Bennett's a good player. I just don't yeah. think he fetches that much. Like, Me either. To be honest, neither does Victor Met, who I think was kind of not in the same sort of uh, prospect level, but uh, regarded as just a young, up and coming player. Mm-hmm. I think he signed a little bit of a contract with St. Louis. That's why I think he's on that team. I just, this was like right off the back of them either winning or right before they won the cup. I feel like. So look, look that up, up real quick. Victor Met. Either plays for the Sabres or the Blues. He is he's on the Montreal Canadiens. Canadian. Oh, you know, <laughs> he, played, he played for the Blues before that. Um, oh, God. Um, tell me I'm wrong. You can't find it, so I'm right. <laughs> that's, how, that's how facts work. Uh, where's the... This is the Wikipedia. Why can't I pull it? There it is. Okay. It's going to show you. Um, Playing career. Never even played for the Blues, did he? Not once, did he? Not a single time, I don't think. Not a um, single time? He drafted he in Montreal. Was drafted by the Canadians. Yeah, <laughs> he was. He's literally always been a Canadian. Is there a Victor that currently or did recently play for the Blues? That <laughs> Victor St. Louis Blues. Bro, I swore, <laughs> dude. Um, who am I thinking of? Olafson. Oh, I think I'm thinking of Mott. 
Tyler Mott? Tyler, you might be thinking of I Tyler think I'm Tyler Mott, Mott bro, who Ty did play for the Sabres, who I think does play for the Blues. Vancouver Canucks. God damn it! Drafted by the Chicago Blackhawks. Son of a bitch! Um, it's he done. Was, he played for the Blue Jackets a little bit. <laughs> we are. All right, come on, MGK fans. Experts. Pour it on. Pour it on, then, you fuckers. That's but, hilarious. Uh, pour, speaking of pouring on, dude. What really this should we're always just pulling it off the top. So if I was Tony? right, that would just would have been cool. Yeah. <laughs> it would have just been real. But nice. yeah, Domi's a client of his. Is Dar he? Darren Ferris. I just remember uh, that. You, with you looking up all those teams, it made me remember. Uh, so similar situation there. Guys getting traded, you know what I'm saying? Um, also a guy who played for the Canadians. <laughs> yeah, I knew that. He started there. He played, by, played for Arizona first. I knew that. And Columbus. Yep. Tony D'Angelo. Dude. No longer a New York Ranger as a, well, I guess he's still a New York Ranger. Put on waivers. Yeah, put on waivers. Um, this morning. Apparently, due to which all details are still coming out, allegedly, he got into a little tunnel fight, or I don't know if it was in the tunnel, but he got in a fight with a fucking teammate. With Gorgiev. Let's just dissect this for a second. I, I, we've played sports. We've never played anything as competitive as NHL hockey, but we've been on team sports. We've been on hockey teams. And if there's anything I've learned in the very short amount of time that I've played hockey, you you, you don't blame your goalie for anything. Yeah. You just don't. He's he's He or she's the one player who's the only one, you know, you have backups and so on, but they're the one player doing that job. Uh, and they're very accountable for themselves and, what, and, you know, to themselves. They're very prideful for what goes down. They're the last line of defense. Yeah, and you don't, you don't fuck with that mental stability of theirs. Yeah. You don't get in their head when they're already having so many fucking pressures. I mean, come on, they're the one of the few players in NHL – uh, in the NHL fandom that will get their names chanted by the whole arena begging for them to fuck up. It's just, you know, I mean, it happens to other players. Corey Perry gets it a lot. Yeah. But, like, you know, the goalies get it hard from that. Definitely. You just don't fuck with your goalie. You don't yeah. You don't bail on your goalie. You don't fucking shit talk your goalie. You, you don't hurt your goalie. Yeah. Shout out to Corbick. Um, <laughs> they fucking fought him. He fought, fought, his, him. He fought his goalie. Um, yeah, and apparently lost. Oh, you know <laughs> he, he lost. lost the fight. You know he lost. <laughs> And now is on waivers, and there's more details to come. Yeah, we don't know. There has been a, the story came out from the athletic, and it was basically just like, yeah, they fought. This is what happened before, yeah. statistically and they, factually. He was on the ice for four of the five goals that game. Uh, was on the ice in overtime when the game was lost. Apparently, it was a miscommunication between he and Gorgiev about a like breakout pass. That and that type of shit is normal, right? I could see, I could see some miscommunication happening, and then you as the D man. Talking to your goalie, not really probably blaming them, but just, you know, being frustrated, both of you being frustrated, like what the fuck happened there. Again, mm -hmm. not blaming the goalie, but having a having a bit of a discussion and it could get a little heated. That's kind of par for the course. That's gonna happen. Yeah. You don't let it devolve into fisticuffs. No. He's your teammate, no. and again, he's your goalie, dude. Players, yeah. players, teammates fight. Fucking the blues did it and they won the cup that same year. You see it at practice all the time. I think Subban just got in a fight with yep. uh what's his face uh, yeah, not too yeah, long ago. Yeah, They're probably yeah. gonna win the cup now. Miles Wood. Thank thank you. Um but you don't do that with your goalie, man. No, and it seems like, just based on track record, there's probably some tension in the locker room already. He kind of has the... Uh, oh, you mean him being head. a known racist? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's kind of, but just in general, kind of being a hothead. Right. Fucking, he's probably a point-the-finger type of guy. Like, yeah. <laughs> Point the Italian Those hand. Italians. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> so it's probably boiling over for a while. And yeah. I would... 
it's not like the Rangers really need him on that right side of the d- defense. They got Truba, they got Adam Fox. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> uh, you don't. They have. I know they have a young guy that they're pretty excited about. Like maybe give him some third pairing uh, looks. But do you think anyone's going to claim him? Do you think there's a team that's ready for that PR nightmare of saying no, no, no? no I think we what we all expect is yes, because that's like what the NHL is known for is just not really. Uh, giving a fuck, yeah. But I, I do think I think this has enough attention on it. Where you know, unlike Babcock, and he obviously has nowhere near the same renown and reputation, where he's not going to get immediately any sort of legitimate second chance. Yeah, um, he'll, it's he'll also, clear. It's, it's so much. Even going back to Babcock, which was bigger than hockey, but like this D'Angelo. So hate, is the stuff he does. Yeah, the D'Angelo hate. Just it's so, so such a much fresher wound than like Babcock kind of just being a fucking Facts. bully. Versus like D'Angelo, like facts, all the sh- just all the shit around that. Yeah, um, so which we don't have to get into. I mean, honestly, good talked about, good fucking riddance. Yeah, you know? so I mean, it's you know, and we'll find out more and we'll talk about it, I'm sure again. Hundred percent, hundred percent, going to be in Florida. Outside of the hockey world, some other things that we've been keeping up with, entertainment things like that. Wandavision episode four aired Friday. Um, not to really get too heavy in the spoilers, Jacob, you really should start watching it if you haven't. Anyone who hasn't started watching, start watching it. It's a great, great show. If you followed the uh, the end of uh, the Infinity War saga, the way this is tying into it is beautiful. As Sick opening. As Marvel has been doing. Um, the story's starting to get revealed, and, and more or less, you know, a lot of what people were saying is the case where, where Wanda is essentially, you know, uh, establishing her own sort of pocket reality based on... Uh, her inability to grieve with the loss of Vision, which is, you know, that's that's not a spoiler of any kind. Vision's dead. We all saw him die in Infinity War. Um, you ain't seen Infinity War. Figure it out. Yeah, figure I mean, come on, figure it out. Um, but you weren't sure where this whole thing fit, fit fit in all that because, you know, he was he's fucking in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so, she, you know, she's, she's having a hard time, and as a result of that, whether it's her own doing or she's just keeping it going, uh, she's living in, in a, basically a fantasy world, and at this point... It's, you're starting to find out that people are trying to infiltrate it to either help, you know, for what we know, try to help. And then there's also probably components of people who have infiltrated who are trying to hurt. Um, and where this can go is that's the part that's most exciting. It can go anywhere. I mean, we're talking like there's I've seen stuff where this could be like and there's no spoilers here. This is all theory stuff. This could lead to the origin of the Fantastic Four. This could lead to the origin of the X-Men. This could lead to the origin of you know, a new segment of Avengers, new new villains, like like cosmic level yeah. uh, villains and things like that. Just all kinds of sick, sick comic book lore um, that they're just they're masterful, masterfully tying into the to the movie canon. So it's it's all just done so fucking well. They don't they just don't miss a beat. You know what I mean? They just don't miss a fucking beat. The Easter eggs are outstanding. Big recommend. Big recommend. Also, it's Sunday, which I don't know if you guys know. You're not caught up, but uh, Attack on Titan new episode should oh, air God, today. You gotta, you gotta catch up. I'm working on it, man. No, I say I need to too. Okay. What? Uh, how many he's episodes? Way behind. How many episodes? Well, I'm You're ahead of me. Oh yeah, he's ahead of me. I oh. watched this newest season. The only one I haven't watched. Oh, okay. I watched the full. Was it season three? Right. Yeah. All of season three, I just haven't picked up at season well, it's four. Well, it's, it's here. I know, you can, I need you to start watching. I know, I need to. Uh, Megan and I, I think it was last weekend where we caught up on all the aired episodes, and I'm like, I'm fucking craving for the rest of it, dude. It's 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 coming to, like, it, you like we've seen the show come to a head, right? Oh, I mean, even in season, the last half of season three, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was like, what the every, fuck? Every minute 
of season four. Like, it, like has some, it has some boring filler, kind, of, but, like, literally every minute is explaining, like, like ten other episodes, shit that didn't wasn't explained. Like there's yeah. so much information. That's what I've been waiting for. Like especially because I got like Kenny, that Kenny, my buddy from college, is the one who got me into it. I would be like watching shit with him, and it'd be like a season later, be like, wait a second though, what about that one thing? He's like, I don't know, man. Like, there, there, there's a about? few things that are still a little confusing. I think I just have missed them. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, answers on answers to questions. So where are you at? So right now. Like I've I've pretty much finished season two in the past, but it's been so long that I'm kind of. So you haven't even touched season three. That's the thing. Like I'm not positively sure. I'm pretty sure uh, I've seen a couple episodes of season three, but right now I'm I'm like rewatching, refreshing. Last night I got a good, good refresh on most of season two. I think I have two more episodes of that left. Yeah, dude, you um, gotta. I mean, but like the thing so is, is, would you say season four has been like is is it at the same pace of like that last half of season three as far as just like. And here's that answer, and here's There's that a, answer. Yes, in terms of information, but in terms of, like, action and all that, like, not action, like, physical action, but pace, pace. It, it's a little it, slower. It, well, it just goes back and forth. Yeah. Like, it'll be, like, one episode of all, like, you know how the show does, where, like, yeah, shit happens, yeah, yeah. and then the next episode is, like, the back filler to all that. Yeah. It does that a bit, um, but, the, yeah, you're just getting, you're getting, you're getting, just like, storyline ties up, ties up. This tied this oh, up. This tied this up, and you're just like fuck. And and fuck. and where it goes, like I've we've hit like the climax, and the climax is still happening. Mm-hmm. And man, what a fucking thing it is, dude. I can't. Uh, I, was, I can't wait. Yeah, I cannot wait. Because just that end, like the end of season three, I was like, well, that's a cliffhanger. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. <laughs> that's that's the good thing is the it, the cliffhanger stays there. Because I will, I will, I'm not gonna say anything else other than the perspective kind of changes. Okay. So you're you're at first kind of like missing a lot of you're waiting for a lot to happen, but then at a, then at a point it all just converges. Yeah. And you're like, holy like, oh, shit! Fuck. And that's Damn, that's all I'll say on that. I definitely watch it. Um, Xbox Live tried to raise the price of uh, their Xbox Live Gold and membership. And fans said, Nah, dog. Yo, what the fuck? That's gonna be a no for me, dog. And they backed right back off that shit. Um, the so, market demands. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? That's, um, I don't know. With me, dude, I've kind of been doing that. They did the three months for a dollar a Game Pass thing, dude. I'm huge, huge fan of that. Yeah, Game Pass is sick. Game Pass is sick, and now it comes with Xbox Live all mm-hmm. wrapped into one. They've got the game share thing, so like me and my girlfriend just share. We just game share Xboxes and shit. Yeah. Real cool system, but let's not raise the money on that. You know what I'm saying? It's nope. right there, perfect, where I'm cool with the money I'm paying for what I'm getting. I mean, goddamn, we already pay so much for our streaming services. You got to fucking... Yeah. I mean, dude, I saw now, um, recently I saw a commercial, Paramount, is they're a production company. They're putting out their own streaming service for the things that they've produced. Of course. I mean, of course, but, like, it's Everybody's that meta it. now. Yeah. Like, they're not even a network. They're below the network in terms of... Who publishes? But they've cut out the middleman. Like it's us. It's us. They see how much money. Like, I'm not mad at services. it. It's just like Netflix was just getting away with a lot for a while, and everyone was like, "Well, how wait much? Wait a you minute. Guys? Well, they were like, "How much y'all fucking pay us again for that? And you're making what? Well, we're gonna need all our movies back. Yeah. Uh, well, and and also fucking, on the same vein, you know, kind of back into the hockey shit. Some of you need to fucking realize your britches are a little too big. Fox Sports Carolinas. <laughs> fucking nut up and sit there and pay the fucking, the only networks that people actually watch. No one's going to watch fucking 
AT&T cable. No one's going to fucking switch to Dish I'm because you don't want to get it. You feel me? Because you don't want to <laughs> fuck Spectrum. But no, no one's going to switch to any of that stuff because you don't want to pay Hulu or YouTube. Yeah. That's going to be where your fucking audience is. So you got to know where your audience is at a yeah. point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but like when it's like The Office on Netflix, The Office doesn't need Netflix to be watched because people are always going to yeah. watch it on whatever it's on. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That ain't the case with fucking Fox Sports Carolina. fucking come full circle to where one company's going to be like, well, let's put all of these streaming services onto one streaming service who and can, then you pay for your package. Whoever can, services. yeah, I mean, it's... It's all going to be it, cable in TV. In hindsight, again. it should have been easy to predict, but it's just going to replace the, the old school model of cable. It's, yeah. a, it's a capitalistic structure that will never not... That's how our system works. It's a capitalist structure. Everything gets consolidated. Well, monopolized. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's just how it's going to, yeah, it'll go that way. It's just what it is. Is what it is, and with things being is what they are, and going that way, call it duty. Dead. Call it duty. Dead. So, the the hacking thing is just, like, it's always been a problem, Um, and they obviously don't give a fuck. And recently it's come out that the whole stim glitch thing, which is letting, you know, you get to heal yourself forever in the storm and basically be wherever on the map. And just the game ends if the other player just fucking dies to the gas because they're not cheating. And they thought they got it out. Um, it came back like three more times. Came back and now it's basically only available to the hackers. And on this level, I almost like, I don't even like blame the developers of the game where like, where game breaking shit happens. Whereas you're, it's just it's more impressive like, how smart these hackers how are. How smart they are, but also it's like all this could be like handled by an anti-cheat. I think. I really don't understand how it works if something like this. Cause but you, you do to, know, you do know that you're a disappointed consumer. You that know that much. True. But like this where they're hacking in a game mechanic that's only available in the campaign into the online game and then doing a bunch of other shit after that that I like I literally like I don't even know does an anti-cheat catch that kind of thing I literally don't even know I think there's there's different levels of it and I think the I forget the the right terminology I, f- I feel like there's a I think I, I don't know the, the exact mechanics of how it would work but there is a certain level of anti-cheat not like software, but I think it's like it's 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 like hardlined into net into their network servers and shit like that, where like it could catch it. But it, it's I something just, that would be catchable, probably. Right. Probably. I just, it's just something, but it's also something they're just not even utilizing. So it's just yeah. like it, it doesn't even matter. No, right? it doesn't because they're not and utilizing any of it. And it really fucking sucks because uh, just like I've still I've dropped in and played a couple times here and there, some with you, some solo, just like just to do it. And you can have fun in the game. And like it it, it, it really is the most balanced from like not taking into account the cheaters and the game breaking stuff the weapons purely the gameplay of what's intended it's the most balanced it's been since like the beginning for real where it's like it seems like every time i get killed it's a different weapon it'll be a different gun maybe a different even maybe the same gun but different builds on that gun and that's all well and good if you aren't sit there like if you're like me you're just sitting there wondering and you know I, I do blame a lot of the content creators for kind of instilling this philosophy but i don't trust it like i yeah. just like and the thing is is there's a lot of people who are doing it to make a living off of it and there's a lot of people who are doing it just to win and the thing that i think that a lot of us fail to realize is that there's so many different types of hacks and there's different tunings within those hacks that people could be doing it in such subtle ways that it's not even making a difference for their gameplay to where they would get any notice or even want to get notice, but they're not going to lose the gunfight. Yeah. And it, and when that can when that can exist, 
for me, it just gets to a point of like, I don't even want to fucking opt in because I just don't know who and how I fucking got got. Yeah. And that, that's what can then ruin the fun. You know what I'm definitely, saying? Because it's just, I, I question everything as it is. And then you introduce this to me and I'm like, well, I'm just going to, I give up. Yeah. I totally give also, up. Also, I didn't know this. Um, what, and what doesn't help also, which, uh, just kind of reading through some stuff last night, the kill cams for Call of Duty um, are not replays of the game. They're an act, they're a recreation, and the True Game Data did a whole thing on this. The ones you see right before you go to Gulag are actually sped up as to everything that was actually happened because you have a place to go to respawn and the time limit to go uh, like fight again. So they speed up everything that happens and basically do a quick simulation of like the information they have is like okay, the guy turned this way and shot at this point. And then, but like, it's not like. Uh, so that might skew people's perspective. Skew people's perspective of what's happening, and it's kind of you look at a game like Tarkov, where I'm sure that there are. I've seen people talk about that there are cheaters, but oh, there are, and but you don't get the kill cam. To so you the don't credit, feel as screwed a lot of times. I feel like to the credit of uh, you know, way smaller. And there's, way, and there's a lot more. Obviously, I know like Tarkov's a way more in-depth game well, than fucking Call of Duty. As, aside from totally any of the details uh, of how it's played or, or the ways you cheat in it. It's a it's a smaller platform where the developer comes out on the regular and is is consistently letting the audience know how many people they've banned and yeah. they're banning tens and tens of thousands of accounts on on like weekly basis. So it's I'm like sure. it's a thing where you know just like anything else, you make another account, this that and the other. Yeah. Um, and I wonder, but but the way this game's set up, it's not free. Yeah, you have to pay at least forty dollars to make a new account every time. It, that's diminishing returns and, for people. And every time you get back on, obviously, if you're hacking, it probably won't take you long to rebuild your stock of shit. But you are you, starting, you say that <laughs> you are starting from ground one, um, and you might you, get caught again really quickly. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. This game, dude, to fucking even buy the game, I had to fucking like get permission from my bank because it it thinks that you're fucking someone's trying to steal your information. Like really? this, like they don't fuck around, yeah. and that's <laughs> that's just the base level difference in them being concerned for their consumer. Versus this AAA yeah. developer, it's like it's just not even like a, to me. It's not even a comparable. Yeah. I've fucking sending support tickets to this developer, and I get responses back on yeah. just stuff that like I'm curious about why this doesn't work. It's a game in beta, yeah, and yeah, they're yeah. giving me an explanation for something without me even really yeah. expecting. It. Like that's just that's just god tier shit. When you compare it to a AAA developer, who shouldn't even have these problems in the fucking first place. Yeah, and to like to that angle, I do. I think they're kind of that law of diminishing returns where like once you get so big it becomes a, like that bureaucracy thing where as far as like you know getting like patches done immediately so like I can see how that gets slowed down just because the company's so big you got to go well and also this guy has to get permission from this guy from this guy from this guy and then like this has to be quality checked and like all that shit well, and a lot of people that bitch when it, like you're saying when it's that big a lot of the people who are complaining about an issue are also a vocal minority. But with the anti cheat shit, I mean, that's, that's not the no, case. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, like, that's not the case in this. The majority the of fans yeah. say the game sucks. Yeah. So it's like, fix it. But or, put anti cheat in fucking something. I mean, dude, just li literally so many other problems would be solved by an anti cheat. So many other fucking problems. People would start doing tournaments again. You would get more viewers, more people. It just, it's fucked anyway. Cod is, is back though. That's sick. They had uh, I don't know when the next when the first kickoff is. I feel like I've already missed it. They've had a lot of shit going on. But they had the uh, basically preseason weekend last weekend, um, and fucking just a, a, a 
touching point there. Fucking Optic 3 0 100 Thieves, mm-hmm. which was nasty to watch. Black Ops Competitive is going to be sick. Um, and for me, like, especially when looking at all the shit that's going on with the NHL and with this being like an online thing for the CDL, it's just such a refreshing competitive in- entertainment platform. You know, yeah. it's something I can just go watch, not have to hear about anything that doesn't involve the fucking game itself, enjoy it, and move on with my fucking life. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And I'm just blessed for that. That's huge. Do you think uh, Dr. Disrespect's getting a CDL team? He could. I, th- I think he can't do it alone. I mean, it's. I think it. He's, he he's become, a rich man, but his shit is expensive. The face of another team, probably. I mean, it's like, yeah, he, he would definitely be like the face. It, like, like for example, uh, Hex is the co-owner, founder uh, in NRG. Andy Miller is like the big, the big backing uh, corporate guy, but Hex kind of like is a face of, yeah, of yeah. all that. It's kind of like a similar thing where I think Doc would sort of be that Hex, uh, Hex Hector role, Hector yeah. Rodriguez sort of role. Um, but it, like, I think it is legitimately like a ten million dollar application fee. Like it's like it's really expensive. That's like fucking, it's for what, bro? That, honestly, well, it's it's like it's franchising. You're franchising that's a city. True. That's that's true. That's yeah, a lot yeah, of where it comes yeah, down yeah, to. Yeah. It's so there's a shit ton of paperwork going. And and people really under under uh, undercount how similar it is to professional sports in that regard. Oh yeah, yeah you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, Just yeah, from yeah. the from the billing standpoint. Yeah. It's, and honestly, compared to like. An NFL team, they would probably go. It's only ten million. Like we exactly fucking wish. Was our it like franchising what franchising fee was ten million? I'm pretty sure. Wasn't it like a uh, hundred mil for the Seattle? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Vegas, same crazy. thing. Yeah, yeah. Um. So you know, it's, it is what it is. Uh. People speaking of NFL, Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford, who Sweet. at one point in time was the most highest paid quarterback in the NFL. I remember that shit. It was like, yep. hey, you play for the Lions. It doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> Um, but quarterbacks, right? Traded to L.A. L.A. Rams for the golf. For golf, uh, two firsts and a third. I'm pretty sure. Um, <laughs> it felt so funny. It's yeah. They just like traded QBs. Uh, I mean, L.A. I'm sure is pretty stoked. Matt Stafford. L.A. fans seems excited. And for Matt Stafford, I mean, you're going to a team that has a really good. I mean, you're going to a really good team. Like you have the chance to go fucking yeah. get a ring. Um, and golf, you have a chance to start over. Yeah, yeah, a fresh start. I mean, not a. I mean, they're not a great team. Uh, well, yeah, the, they got is Matt uh, the former coordinator for the Pats. He's still a coach. I think he might actually he might actually be returning to the Patriots. No key. shit, low key. That may have that mixed up. Anyway, but yeah, I don't know. It's Fuck just, the NFL. Yeah, there's a trade that happened. Yeah, though. it's a big trade. Uh, big names. Doesn't back and this forth. doesn't happen often? It, yeah, this actually really, this actually never happens. It does not happen in the NFL. You don't see player for player trades on this starter level. for starter. Yeah, you don't. Never. You, you never see it. Same position. It's fucking never happens. Because careers are so fucking short in the NFL. That is very you know true. You only have like three, four years of a guy in his prime. That's a good point. Isn't and, Matt Stafford like going to play for like one more year? Probably. Yeah. I mean, he's a, he's a guy. He's got a lot of injuries. He's made his money. Oh yeah. But. But boys. Boys. It's been a long one. I gotta go pee. Take a deep breath. Did we do it? I think we did it. Jacob. What's up, dog? If they want to fucking go over all this shit we just talked about, if they want to fucking give us an idea for episode 100, if they want to give us an idea for a new bit, because we need one. Quick technical difficulty, Jacob. What's up, dog? We're gonna get us if they want to get us. If you want to pile on... On top of those MGK fans and Josh mentions, please hit us up at Talking Sauce Pod. No underscore respect the underscore. If you're watching, like, subscribe. If you're dude, listening. he said that fucking Puffy killed uh, Pac, dude. <laughs> what do you mean, dude? What do you mean, dude? <laughs> Get out of my face, dude. <laughs> and then just said I'm kidding. Ah, <laughs> uh, JK. That's his. That's MGK's boss. 
It's true. I'm done, dude. I'm if done. you're listening, ruined his check career. us out on YouTube. If you're watching, check us out. All the streaming services. You can get me at J Cobb, J A Y underscore C O B B B. Josh. You can get me at Teebs, T E A B Z Z. Fucking pronunciation. I'm enunciating that shit. shit. Bring the smoke. <laughs> Dylan. You can find me on Reddit at U T Bags Your Mom 69420 lowercase X capital X is U T Bags Your Mom 69420 lowercase X capital X. Where's your Twitter, bro? Where's your Twitter? I'm alternating. I'm alternating. You're gonna catch me on one and catch me on the next, bro. You can't find me in one spot. We're gonna fire Dylan. This has been 99.